What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. From the hood, we do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter at 10stacks. I got the fellas in here with me today, man. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice 2 underscores and on Twitter at 2 underscores be nice. And we got a special guest in the building. Longtime friend. Brother. Brother of everyone in the show. First time live. He's supposed to be live. He's supposed to be on the phone once. But now he's live. Elijah Anglin. What's going on, bro? What's good, man? Glad to be here, man. Where can the people find you, Eli? Man. What's what's that? IG, 21 underscore Eli. Shit, Twitter. What's that? Underline, underline, good fella. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so, all right, man, today's episode, bro, we, we got to talk about... We're going to be talking to Eli. Catch up with our dog, man. He just can't just just came from the flight, so we picked him up from the airport to get him in here. Um, yeah, he ain't even got no Coney yet. He ain't got no Coney yet, man. NFL, <laughs> the Bears are the king of the north. We're going to cover some stuff like that. NBA, you know, there's a lot of comments going on. Who is the king of R&B? And, and, and just a whole bunch of stuff, but first... <laughs> You gotta talk some NFL stuff, man. Um, like I said, the Bears are the king of the North. Lando, what do you think about the Bears right now? I told Haas and I told Ernesto two uh, two very idiotic opinions they had about the trade that John Gruden made. I told them that the Khalil Mack trade was the was a bad trade for Oakland, and it boosted the Bears to another level. The Bears can get the number one seed and the playoffs they on pace. This is definitely um, definitely a good move. They deserved it. That move alone has set them over the top. They drafted really well, really good linebackers. The Bears are uh, they're a threat. Be nice. Uh, I mean, Khalil Mack is doing his thing. I just think it's a situation that if unforeseen events wouldn't happen with some of the other teams in the NFC, maybe they wouldn't have got the first seed. They still haven't got the most consistent play out of their quarterback. They've had injuries in the wide receivers. And on the defense, too, the defense hasn't been consistently amazing. They've gave up bad games to, like, Miami, which, as Lando likes to point out, is more tougher to play down in Miami. But I think that if things would have been more smoothly with Green Bay, maybe if the Lions could have produced a little bit more and the Vikings just looked like a shit show because of injuries and Grifferson going crazy, you know, shout out to mental health, though. I think it would have been more competitive and it wasn't, wouldn't have been as easy for the Bears to succeed as they did. But Khalil Mack did make a hell of a difference, and you could see that from the first game. He came in there, he put his input and his stamp on the team, and most of the defensive players said it. He just turned the, 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 the heat up on them. He made everybody know this is for real. We can really do it. We got a guy. He never going to stop. So, I can't stop. Yeah, when he came out week one after no no conditioning, yeah. he went out there, sacked Aaron Rodgers, got an interception, got a forced fumble, cribbed it. He just was doing too much. He's like a superhero. Right? I can't be ass. Like, he, he has turned my opinion on Kyle Fuller around. Kyle Fuller is a great dude. No, no, that's the other Fuller. Too many Fuller brothers. You're thinking of the one in, in Kansas City. This one was never bad. This, which one is this one? This is... This is Kyle. You thinking of Kendall? Okay, yeah. Kendall, Kendall played for Washington. Corey yeah, Corey. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So this Kendall, the best. This the best fuller. No, anyway. first, when he first got drafted, he wasn't. Yeah, oh, but he was a rookie though. Yeah, he was. He was young. It but you already had the thought of his brother already out there. Yeah, in your head. So like, he's like, like fuller. Yeah, exactly. Then they're like uh, that quarterback. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, car? It's just like all oh, these niggas. Yeah, yeah. It's all of them. Your big brother has your little brother gonna be ass too. Like that's just how it go. But I mean, King of the North, man, the Bears. I'm excited for him. I mean. I root for them. They beat the Rams last week. 
Eli, did you do you you been keeping up with the NFL? Man, honestly, man, I don't I don't watch football. I just play that shit. Okay. Yeah, I said. All right, my nigga. He just do his thing. Hey, but no, nah, man, ballers gonna ball wherever they at, man. That nigga Khalil Mack is a baller. Speaking man. of ballers gonna ball wherever they at, man, the Raiders have signed Nathan Peterman. To a contract, ballers gonna ball wherever they at, man. Like, how you feel about that? I feel like oh, that's just a shit show, man. What is John Gruden doing, man? He man, loved them in, no, in the in the pre-draft. Hey, listen, that's a mistake they made. They gonna they gonna regret this. Oakland gonna regret this for sure. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> this is like Oakland for too yeah. much longer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they already regret so much. Like every nigga they let go of just become the best player. He, in the he NFL. done built two championship teams. <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> for the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next question. Uh, be nice, I got to ask you something, man. Are okay. the Rams figured out? Are they figured out? I would say, and I was kind of talking to some people about this on Xbox Live the other day. I think that people didn't know or pay attention to how much Cooper Cup meant to the offense. And if I can say right now, I think that's honestly all that happened. Robert Woods is a hell of a talent. We know how Brandon Cooks can take the top off of a defense. But Cooper Cup was the glue guy. He was almost like what Golden Tate was for the Lions. He was always open. Always there, could always create separation, make something out of nothing. And I think that the Rams are missing that guy right now. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, Josh Reynolds is the player that's taking his, his spot. He had a decent college career. I think he went to TCU or one of those Big 12 schools. He had a decent college career. He hasn't figured it out in the NFL. And it's just made the offense become a little bit slower. Like, it's not as explosive as it once was. This is the biggest problem. Sean McVay, you can hand the ball off to Ty Gurley. You don't have to throw hey. the ball 38, 45 times. Get the ball to Ty Gurley. Win a game running the ball like you got you can spread the field. I think he's just outsmarting himself the last few weeks, and they they're passing the ball. But I think that much. it's it's like in other sports with basketball, you see some people who scheme inside out or outside in. I think they've always schemed with the pass first, and then the the run game was what was coming secondary and just gonna kill you after the game has been already kind of bust open, and then they can they can mount how they want to and move the field how they want to. But I don't think that he has the scheme in mind. To figure out how to run a, a game like that. In the that. playoffs, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta run the ball. You gotta just yeah. put your foot in the ground. And but he go. hasn't had to up till this point. If I'm not, this is first year, correct? If well, I'm not mistaken, second year. Second year. Yeah. They, they didn't have the same success last year though. They had a good, they had a good team. They had last a good, year. Se- they they had had a good season, season but good it season wasn't what they are now. Nah, it was kind of like the last. Honestly, the last three or four games, the Rams look like shit. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, a, but at the the start of the season, this was one of the most prolific. Outside of Kansas City, which was this is almost historic to see two offenses this yeah. mo- this prolific. And then, like you see, both of them are, are starting to struggle a little bit. And to me, I, mean, I gotta say this: the Chargers are the best team in the NFL. Kansas, yeah, Chargers been been my spot, man, hey. for a couple seasons. And I've been been throwing that out there, but yeah. yeah. Shout out to Buddha. Shout out to Buddha, man. Um, that nigga been balling. He been too. balling, dog. He been going real hard. Orlando, real quick. So you had a big fancy weekend. Yes, I did. Walk us through the fancy weekend. Okay, so in the Nestle League, I won. So I'm in the championship game. We play for this big belt, a lot of money. So hopefully that's a success. And what seed were you? Huh? What seed were you? I was the seventh seed. Okay, so the underdog. Underdog, and I made it all the way to the championship. And my other two leagues, well, the other three Three, leagues. Three leagues. Three leagues where I was in the playoffs. Number one seed, four league, two seed. Last week turned into the 1990s, bro. No quarterback had over 300. Your deck Prescott played like shit. Ezekiel Elliott played like shit. Um, Odell Beckham didn't play. Saquon Barkley, who I've been banking on, had like 17 yards or something like that. It it, it just it got bad. Anybody who had an ass team won last week. Anybody that was like on top lost. And like, 
I was I was depending on Golden Tate. I'm like Golden Tate can save me. Mark Ingram can save me. <laughs> he was like, well, I'm right. I walked I walked to the living room. I'm like, Lando, he watching the game. I'm like, Lando, uh, who you got in this game? So Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't like, yeah, I just need Mark Ingram. I'm like, Lando. That shit dead. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up if you try. <laughs> the last yes, chance is Mark Ingram, man. You fucked up. Man, I'm like, okay, can they, I'm like, the Saints got to do something. They did absolutely nothing. Nothing. Hey, they only play in the Dome. If you ask any Saints fan, you follow any Saints fan, it got to come through the Dome, but yeah, they know that. Carolina did nothing. Like, I ain't going to mention, like, who like, like the Lions. Is that the Panthers who fumbled in the end zone? I think so. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. Drew Brees. He threw like two interceptions. Yeah. Stuff like that. It was just. It was just a bad. It was a bad weekend for uh, for football. Like yeah, I said, it was yeah. a bad bad weekend. But shout out to Mo. Mo made it to the championship game. I didn't have to play him, but yeah, shout out to Mo. He made it to the championship. So we room for Mo, huh? Hey, room, room for you. Hey, room so, for me. So this your week. This your last week. This is my last week. Championship league. How much is what's on the line? Belt and what else? The belt and like eight hundred dollars. You so. ain't cop no please, did you? Like, hey, look, man. You know, this week, you know, we it's too late for that lovey dovey shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, brother, no, we going straight up. Yeah, that. So let's let's. You got eliminated from three of your four leagues. Three leagues in the AFC NFC championship game. So you twenty five percent leagues. Yeah, man, it sucked. I was mad. And so, Austin could sell that when he came to my room. He was up, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just soft. He's pretty upset. All right, so are we doing 25% like in baseball where that's pretty good? Or are we doing 25% like in basketball? Like you shoot 25 is like kind of. I mean, it's like Ricky Bobby, man. If you ain't first, you last. Ah. I feel bad, man. I feel bad. It, it hurt because I thought that's this was going to be the year I was going to fall and home. And I was, I was. You going to you know, sweep the leads? Sweep the, all the leads. And I was, I was talking that, and then the shit just didn't happen, man. And I just, I blame, uh, was that week 15? This is a bad week. Uh, and it's known to be a bad week. Speaking, speaking of week 15, week 15 was one of your last shots, Linda. It was the last chance you had to bounce back and become football guy of the year, to to, to, to rope it two times, two years in a row, get yeah. the award. Yeah. But be nice. It makes me happy to say that you are football guy of the year, man. So let's, let's all... So I'll clap it up and be nice, man. Be nice. It feels good. Give man. us, give us a little, give us like thirty seconds, man. How does it feel being football guy of the year? First and foremost, I would say if I would have took it more serious last year, it'll be two times in Ooh, a row. That's the Cavs argument. There you go. I keep going. That's that's all. It, that's all that got to be out there. I, I gave up football guy of the year last year for basketball. This year I was locked in and I saw it through. That's all it's about, man. You got to. Finish out strong. Okay. You see something you want to achieve, finish out strong. I lost all the kids can, out there. Look, it can be it yours. Can be <laughs> it can be it yours. It can be you, dog. It don't matter who they who. who. Letting Orlando stand in your way. Because he can't stop you. He can't stop you, man. All the kids, I hope y'all are hearing these words right now, kids. This is some powerful shit we speaking, dog. Message. Message. Um, they never over. So this week, I mean, the NFL is pretty garbage. It's not really a yeah, good game. We all uh, draft watch at this point. Yeah, I'm on draft watch. We're on draft watch. We might as well move to college football real quick. I, before I get into the, who got signed, who didn't get signed, where they going, who you know, who who looking all hype. How do y'all feel about kids skipping out on ball games? Eli, you are a college football player. If y'all had the opportunity to go to a ball game, would you skip out on that ball game? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey man. But if you had. A first I, I round I really, chance. Like, I mean, is that what the, to to preserve their chances or like? What? I, for one player, Devin Bush, the linebacker at the University of Michigan, has a, a injured hip right now. Okay, that's and he's he's almost a lock for top fifteen players in the draft next year. Nah, like, okay, if it's an injury, you trying to preserve yourself, like that's understandable. But as far as like, man, because I just feel like, bro, 
What we doing it for? What you? I, I think I thought it's for the love of the game. That, that, that's what you're there for anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I you know what I'm saying? It's, it's politics and you yeah. know what I'm saying? Money and it, it I feel like it, it, it dilutes the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially at that at that point in the stage, like niggas not playing the game for what? Because because yeah. they want to get higher up on the on the on the on the motherfucking charts or whatever. Uh, in the in the you know what I'm saying in in the ranks. I, I just think that's dumb. I do think that it derails your career to some degree in, in past history. We've seen Jalen Smith, who's a linebacker for the yeah, Dallas Cowboys, who, who had like a terrible injury. It was in the bowl game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah, it was. Mm. And it dropped him a, a couple rounds. He was a surefire first-round pick prior to this. Mm. Dropped him down to like the third. And he's really... He had a horrific injury and had nerve damage to his knee. And he really just getting his career back on track. But he's a hell of a linebacker right now. But I, I don't think at the same token... Given how he plays football, I don't think that he would go back and redo it differently. I haven't heard him say otherwise. He definitely, definitely said he was advised not to. Yeah, and that he, he should have. But we don't gotta go oh, that see, far. See, we see, got, he was advised not to. Yeah, he but he played play. through it because he had heart. He thought that he was going out with his brother. Was, he wasn't hurt. But, he wasn't hurt prior to this though either. But but he was advised. Oh, oh, okay, so, they, so, so they advised him not was, to play. He yeah, wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't hurt. No, he wasn't. They told him, look, don't play. You go, you're going to be a top three pick. Do uh, not But that's kind of what you're saying, though, uh, is that why why advise him not to? Because it's kind of putting it out in the air. And Ifo, um, Electro, the, the, I, I might be saying his name wrong, but the cornerback they played at the University of Oregon, yeah. and he tore his ACL. But some of those players like him, he had an insurance policy on him because he wasn't supposed to come back for that year anyway. So he already had that established with the school. I think it was like $3 million per how far he dropped. He ended up dropping to like the seventh round. They had an insurance policy on him? Yeah, this, yeah, this, this is something that happens with a lot of the, the bigger time players. Like Once they convince you to come back for the next year. Like if you're a junior that already has – the the rankings are possibly the being school does that? yeah no you, well, the, you can the, do it yourself yeah like, but it's it's kind of through the school though because they're convincing you to come back hey. I, I, <laughs> I would say the Lions got a you know butt play tight end here in Michigan he was supposed to be a, a top round pick he tore his ACL he hasn't been the same I think this if you are a top level prospect and you're not playing in the playoff game or like a big game don't play now listen now you don't mind putting your business out there Eli plays for plays for Howard. Yeah. A school like Howard or like a you know, school like Eastern Michigan, they're happy to be in a bowl game. Yeah. At that point, I would play. It's but even if Eli was like a high-ranked player, I would tell him not to play, though. It's just not worth it, man. You, you want to be in the NFL, every game is a bowl game. To, to <laughs> me, I, feel like, I, I still feel like I don't know. Like, if you're a quarterback, you kind of can't not play. Like, even though you can get hurt. <laughs> I mean, but it's like you, you done got them to the ball game and then you just don't play. It's like, all right, well, this shit just bad to you. Well, no, no. <laughs> no. That's the thing. If you go to the Rose Bowl is one thing. Yeah. But going to the Little Caesars Bowl, like Something that's prominent that has prestige, I would say, you know, this is, you will, even if you, you know what I'm saying, you get hurt, you got a chance to go put yourself in the history books. Like, the Rose Bowl still means something. People will remember yeah. that. If you go into the Little Caesars Bowl, nobody going to care. But I think, like, like if you not... Like, even if you like the man on the team, but you not like, are you like even top twenty? That's just one more game to show. Cause you never know. You can raise up in the ball game too. And, you see a ball game you, and that's for like people that's like third, fourth, fifth round playing the ball game. Like this, not, to me, it's not senior ball. Huh. Because at that point, them for the niggas who either got it or don't. Like, all right, this your last shot. Yeah, but some people you, still build themselves. Yeah, yeah senior ball, you really build yourself. Yeah, that's that's what what like you gonna go if you gonna if you thinking like, all right, I might have to play in the senior ball. You might as well play in the ball game too. Yeah, yeah if, if you got to play in the senior ball. Okay, I, I, I agree but even with that. to the, the flip side of that, you know, thinking back on one player in recent history, history who was supposed to be a first rounder who got injured, 
Sidney Jones got injured at, in the combines. He got injured in workouts. So it, it can go either football. You're not promised anything. That's what I'm saying. We, we still be focusing on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you're not promised anything. I'll say this though. I wouldn't let my I wouldn't let my kids play in the high school all American game. Nah, that, no, that just, nah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think no, that. It holds. Like, you talking about that one game where like they put on the hats and shit? The all the, yeah. the with the oh, army yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. a few guys got hurt in that. They got their scholarships pulled. I nah, think I'm that to me, oh, yeah, I know. With football <laughs> is different because you got so much to go through with the parameters for safety as far as the field and thing. So I feel like that would be done differently. Like the McDonald's All American game in basketball, it's so prominent that that's something that you you know kids dream about, it. and they dream about that in football too. But it's just different because of the personas that they have. In football, like I said, with the field, it could be janky stuff going on, equipment, any of those type of things. How they run in practice, even they probably don't really practice too much. But I just feel like that's added too much pressure for the kids. So I might sit out with that. That's a lot, and like you said, when you think about Leonard Fournette, pretty much set out. You think about Clowney, pretty much set out. Look, if you're a top ten pick. This is one meaningless but see, game. No, but see, the Jadavion Clowney made his name in that ball game. No, that was that was that was his, that was the year he left. That was, that was what I'm saying. That was yeah. the, 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 the year he next was year one of the play. people yeah, that they, they were saying should have been able to leave earlier yeah, in yeah. school. He should have. Yeah, that, that's without, that ball, without that ball game hit, that should yeah. got him first round first pick in that. He was still gonna get that though, even before that. I mean, but even if one player come out, if I'm not mistaken, that was pre. That was pre. College football playoff. Yeah, it was. So mm-hmm. more bowl games meant some. Yeah. And like Lando is saying, I think it's kind of a degree of what the prestige for the school is. Like if you USC and you're going to a certain bowl game, like I said, you got a chance to leave history. If you a school like Buffalo, if you just playing in any bowl game, something something to that matter, you got a chance to leave your mark on this school's history. So why not play? But if it's just kind of meaningless, you know what I'm saying? Michigan playing in a weak ass ball game, it's like why do this? This shit don't. This not nobody gonna remember this for Michigan. No. Michigan won national championships yeah, before. It definitely take a, le- a level of discernment. But yeah. I, feel, I just, I just feel like you know the fear of injury shouldn't be the the determinant of you know. What I'm saying? I mean, other players, but that's play that's that's unfortunately the the area in which we're we're living right now with sports. Like in basketball, you see people resting. They're not even injured. They just rested. Yeah. Not playing games because they're resting. That's a business, man. You gotta, you gotta, your body's an investment. Yeah, so, you got all these scientists and doctors yeah, and everybody. They, yeah, they think I they know everything. Say, like if you love the game and stuff like that, yeah, you you want to play and stuff and go out. I mean, yeah, that's you know, but you gotta. Hey, business, business. All right. Um. So who, who got signed where? Oh man, so Michigan had the uh, number seven uh, recruiting class. I think the quarterback from Oak Park went to Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Kept flip flopping his his. Yeah, he's going to Michigan State, then he was going to Ohio State, now he's going to Georgia. Yeah, so it's um, Georgia look like they have a, an elite class, but uh, like I said, Michigan was uh, Michigan was number seven. Got a lot of guys from uh, from Florida that uh, came up. Got a few guys from Cali. Uh, Michigan State was ranked twenty eighth, but I'm gonna get them credit, man. They recruit the city and they recruit to stay hard, man. They, All I saw was like players top Michigan that they're gonna guys. build up. That they're gonna build up, and they had they only had one five star player, but you know what? They had about 10 three-star players, and they all local guys, man. So that, that means they're going to play hard. And yeah, Mark that, Mark people, He said he was happy about his, about his team. in the state of Michigan, happy about the but Spartans. They got Alabama ranked one, but I got to go. Georgia got about 10 five-star guys. Like, they they, they bring them in. And they I bring think them the in. thing about Georgia is, like, niggas who on the team know that they can still get their spot ran by, like, the, the next five-star hey, guy. Yeah. To come in. So that just make five-star guys want to come. It's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. I come in there. It's like five years ago going to Kentucky. Are you clear? I'm not gonna be sitting. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna be sitting on a bench for like a, a two yeah. seasons. I'm gonna come. I can come in and get a chance to, to like, run. This you know bitch. what I'm saying? Everybody equal at this point. We all five stars. <laughs> and it was kind of like you said. Even a team like uh, like Texas A&M was ranked pretty high, but you know there was like three, I so, believe. And Arkansas was ranked pretty high. Like, do so, you believe 
Did any of these kids help Michigan beat Ohio State? Does this, 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 you know, does this think, get them I over think, the hump? No, no. I think what helped, what helped Michigan was Urban Meyer stepping down. Yeah, they dropped from like number five to 12. A lot of guys left and said they, they were undecided and went other places. So that really hurt Ohio State with this signing period. But at the end of the day, you still got to get on the field and play. Okay. You definitely got to get on the field. Moving past that, too, though, like, have you been paying attention to the transfer wire? Do you think guys are going to move? It's a lot of quarterbacks right now, dual threat, black quarterbacks. Kelly Bryant, Jalen yeah, Hurts, say, uh, Francois, Bryant. there's a rumor out there that he's going to either gonna test his name in the NFL draft or transfer from Florida State. So do you think that there's a big market for that right now, for the transfer QBs? Oh, huge, man. If I'm a school like Rutgers, if I'm Illinois, I'm hitting them guys up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a way for a team that's definitely at the bottom of any division to take that next step. I think <coughs> USC should get Brian Kelly. They have a they have a quarterback problem. They have an offense identity problem. They need him or Jalen Hurts. I think that would be a good fit for, for both of them or one of them. Okay. You know? JT Daniels was supposed to be the guy, man. He came in with the, the super brother. Yeah. I'm not sure whether the St. Browns, the Equinus, and, and the, the three superhero brothers that all speak five languages. He came in, locked in one of those guys. Yeah. And he just, he, he was a true freshman, and he, he was kind of underage. I think they threw him to the fire a little bit earlier than they should have, but, you know, who knows. Like I said, like I said, North Carolina had a good day. It was Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten had a good day. So, hey, hopefully, I mean, the, the national national signing day is in February, but this was a good start for the, for the Big Ten. All right. Um, let's get to some shout-outs. Check my heads, man. Real quick, man. Uh, Eli, you want to go first? About what? So, usually, for, and for people who knew, we, we usually shout-out a thing or something, <clears throat> couple things, and then we uh, shake our head at a couple things, either from the week or... You ain't ever been here, so you can be from the month or the year, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a year next week, so you can just do from like whenever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, all right, be nice, you go first. All right. Um, shout out. Shout out Reggie Bullock, man, because he got it done today. Shout out Reggie Bullock. Shout that boy out, out, man. Shout him out, out, man. Shout him out. Shout him out. Yeah, shout him out. Shout him out. Shout him out. Shout him out. Uh, shout out Blueface because he's he starting oh. to become a decent person. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the meat shop. Decent guy. You know? Anything else Respect that I want to shout out, man? Shout out to Michigan State basketball. Shout out to college basketball. I'm a college basketball fan, man. Austin don't like it. Nah, it's some bad, bad. It's some bad games. <laughs> bad play. Dropping that, like you said, cousin Sean was at, yeah. the, at the Michigan game. Lamelo Ball was in yeah, the stadium. Right. Whatever. So <laughs> let's see. Hey, Lamelo, man, right, go blue, man. Okay. He didn't know where. He didn't even know where Detroit was. Yeah. He thought Detroit was Michigan. Yeah. He know Michigan was a state. He just needs some more education, man. <laughs> he got homeschooled. That's the problem. <laughs> he get homeschooled, man. I'm shaking my head at the rapper Kyle. It's a video floating around. Y'all probably ain't see it. He was linked up with Ice Cube, and he's trying to throw the West Side up. But then he went in to put his shoulder, his elbow on Ice Cube's shoulder, and Ice Cube stopped him. Like, bro, don't do Shut that. No, he's like, no, like, no, don't do that. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. And then you go back and throw the W. It's actually a video of him kind of pre-recorded talking over it. Like, and this is where I knew I fucked up. It's like, yeah, bro. You think, come on, bro. You trying to sign Ice Cube. Uh, Why do you think you're that cool with Ice Cube? I think he, Ice Cube heard that nigga voice like, this nigga like this. Like, this big nerdy sound. Who is this burger? Who is Yo, this nigga? Song, nigga I spy by little eyes. The early you, I know you done heard that nigga before, bro. He, been on, he was on a Chance the Rapper mixtape yeah. once. He's ain't got a movie on Netflix, I think, right now. It's a cool movie, too. Oh, that nigga. Yeah, that nigga. He kind of look like nigga. he could be a knockoff Drake. He don't like oh, people say that. Oh, that nigga. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that nigga. Oh, that's yeah, man. Like, oh, shit. Shout nerd. out to the little saucy high school girl, too, man. Zia, oh, yeah. Zia Cook, I think is her name. She was busting that ass. 
Fire. She dropped a girl. They have jelly. That I think that she could be the best WNBA player ever. Go on the limb and say that. <laughs> or at least my. <laughs> the most compelling for me. She's my favorite WNBA she player saucy already. Fucking she looking saucy. She looked better than Maya Moore as far as just visibly watching her game. Look, I ain't saying the skill level, but to watch it is more appealing. Going too far now, man. Oh, it ain't. Shout out to uh, I'm I'm probably gonna say her name completely wrong, and I'm not actually I'm not even gonna try to say her name. About four or five years ago, it was a little girl. She's pitching in man, the room. Hey, yeah. she's she now she going to go to Hampton, you know. Monet Davis. That's what's up, <laughs> Monet Davis. She's going man. to Hampton. Going to Hampton. The real age you. That's about it, man. We got... It's been a bad week, but it could be a little bit better in there. I know what you got, man. I saw the J. Rue Campbell, man. Thank you, said, man. One, man. Yeah, yeah. Vision 2, pretty much Heisman, yeah. man. Ferris State put on a good performance, 47 So, does he move forward up, and move up the ranks? Do you think that, that he does? I, I do have a question. I don't know that nigga, but I'm proud. This dude at work asked me today. Yeah. If you was J. Rue Campbell, would you transfer to another divi- to a Division One school to play quarterback and try to become a quarterback in the league, or would you just try to go out to the NFL and see if they do for you? I go out to the NFL and see what they do for you, man. Mm. I think it's time for him to, to, to just yeah. take that step, go to the league. I think I think he'd be a good fit, man. Yeah. Good fit anywhere, receiver, quarterback. I really like that story, man. A good article. Hey, in but you don't want to turn into Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor got paid though. He got paid. Braxton like, Miller ain't getting no, paid. No, Braxton Miller did, but Terrell Pryor did. Terrell Pryor did make some money, man. So Marcus Vick ain't getting paid. Yeah, Braxton Miller was a third. Well, well, Marcus Vick didn't get paid because of the incident with his, with Michael. Yeah. They thought he was connected, and they just never gave him another nah, shot. Nah, he wasn't getting paid before that. And he got ran. He was on the man. cops. He got hurt. Well, that was a few years ago. No, but once that shit happened, they like, oh, you got to go too. They thought he was getting the lead. You got a chance to get paid, man. Yeah, like I said, he got paid. That practice squad check. That shit's still six figures, nigga. Ooh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then, like you said, even with Julie Edelman, like you can make that transition. Like that, that shit to happen. It's just a lot easier when you you look a little different. Nah, and Quan Bolton. I'm gonna say I don't, I, <laughs> he was I'm gonna say quarterback. I'm gonna say only not at receiver. It's Bill gave him a shot. You know, Bill got his guy. If you the white receiver and the white DB is a tough guy to find out right here. Yeah, sure. I'm saying like Equa Bowl was a, a great college quarterback, oh, yeah. moving receiver, you had a great career. That's all right now. Antoine yeah, Randall. That shit always come up when he, when he used to be playing. Yeah, yeah. and high war shit. So anything. I, uh, my shaking my head. Oh, it goes to Funk Flex, man. Woo. So why are we even talking about him? Listen, it, it, Light. it bothered me today. Okay, so Biggs Burke. You know, he, he helped create Rocket Kareem. Kareem. Well, Biggs is, you know. but yeah. So, Biggs, he helped create Rockefeller, him, Dame, and Jay. And he put out, like, a family tree about, like, them at the top and everybody, like, they kind of helped out in the influence. And Flex just went off. He said, man, y'all niggas need to put up the people who helped y'all. Don't start the tree with y'all. Start the people that helped y'all. And that pretty much if Jay-Z didn't sign, if they didn't sign the Def Jam, Jay-Z would have been Mike Geronimo. He would have had no hits. <laughs> That day you you owe your life to Def Jam and all this type of shit and um yeah it was just, it was just real bad it was uncalled for and it was just like whenever I hear that nigga name it just sound like he on some hating shit he always do it and it's it's the perfect timing right and nothing going on with him and he just had this big outburst and it's I mean, just he's still relevant though he get freestyles I be seeing freestyles all the time niggas go there and freestyle all the time be good 
freestyles too. Really, just segment. Nah, me, me, little baby, hey boogie. Two weeks of radio stations. Radio stations have been bad on two weeks. Yeah, they're just trying to get buzz, man. That's why they do all this just just for buzz. Like he talking about shit that happened twenty five years ago. Like he was there. Why would somebody start a family tree or a tree of? Disciples and pupils with somebody above them. That don't make no That's sense. That's why they take no sense. Next time y'all make that tree, you put you at the bottom of the tree. <laughs> you thought just like us. Yeah, no, I just, it just <laughs> irritated me. I couldn't believe you said that today. I'm just like, oh my god. I was scared how much you sound just like that. How come when Quincy Jones talk about shit that happened 25 years ago, everybody laughing and giggling, but because, when Flux do it, it's a bad because thing. Quincy Jones is talking about it in a good Fake, he's laughing, he's joking. It's no hate on drugs. It's no hate so on drugs. Like he got a happy view of the shit in yeah. there. His yeah. my acting was cool. Back then he was on drugs. Yeah. Like acting good Flex back said then. It was so much venom. Y'all paid to be on Death Jam. Let's keep it real. I wasn't supposed to say that. All type of way too real. Yeah, he's a real. He can't deserve hate. He's revealing shit. Yeah, yeah, he just went too hard at Tupac crying and shit. That one, that one event is all I needed from that. That nigga worship him. He's crying. Never should have happened. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite fun places. That's the worst. All right. Uh, I don't know. You, you got any more? No, no, I'm good. Hey, All right, I got a couple, man. Uh, I'm starting to shake my head. Shake my head at my brakes. My brakes is fucked up. I'm really riding dangerous right now. And I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like it. I feel like I'm making becoming a better driver. Because I'm, I'm not really working on how much I stop. I'm working on how much I go. So, you know, that's just... You, <laughs> you got to be careful. Uh, and then shake my head at the holiday stress, bro. Something around the holiday. Like from the beginning of this week to probably the January 7th. It's going to be stressful. I don't know why, but my mind is wired to just be like... You ain't got no kids, nigga. I know. It's just... I feel it, though. I can feel it. Other people... And you, you say what up to somebody. It's like, how's it going? It's like everybody just got on edge right now because they doing shit or worried about shit. You know what I'm saying? Some people enjoying the time, but it's, it's tough for niggas, man. Yeah. Pockets tight right now. For more Pockets tight, for sure. So it's just, it's just a tough situation. Uh, but I'm going to shout out to finals being over, man. I, I kind of just threw a grenade into them bitches and walked away with my glasses. I don't know what the fuck happened, if it blew up or if it didn't. But, you know, I, that's I, the most peaceful time. I let that shit go. Um, shout out to Larry June. Larry June, this nigga, I guess he managed with currency from the West Coast. He sound like a Detroit nigga, but he got nice little ad libs. That nigga is fire, bro. What's his name? Larry June, man. Go listen to that nigga. Go listen to so. go listen to that nigga right now. I think very peaceful is his, uh, his album out right now. Go listen to that shit, man. That Somebody shit said that he was uh, a better version yeah. of Dom Kennedy. Bro, he is. He really is, I swear to God. Cause it made got, me stay away from it because Dom Kennedy bad. No, he asked. <laughs> Lately, he asked. He better version of Old Dom. Old Dom was straight. It's like he got the smooth beats, but if you really want to turn the beat up and get the rapping that shit, that pimp right, shit, man. that art, he is, this nigga is hilarious too. But he got the, sock it to me. He got all the cool okay, little ad-libs. Okay. I fucking with this I nigga. I fuck with bro. the West Coast. I like when a nigga got cool out. ad-libs. When Chance yeah. had the, ah, it was, he was fire. Now he yeah. asked, he don't do that shit as much. No more. He kind of <laughs> suck. So I don't know. Um, no more acid. So you know. I'm gonna I'm I'm split the shout out, shaking my head with Bron. I like what he told his son. That's some shit we down there need to be telling niggas. I'm 2K man. You know you missed a bad shot. But you man, you grabbed the game when the rebound. Yeah, you did. did. I like the way Bron did that. I, the only reason I'm shaking my head was like, why was he even mic'd up? Like he just had a son basketball game. That's kind of like. Cause he is a prima donna. I don't know if he like a. It, 
an actor or some shit like that shit. Well, he is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> like seven movies. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I, it's like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I like genuine LeBron moments. That shit did, didn't seem genuine. Oh, he was mic'd up. Yeah, it's like how do you, like why are you mic'd up at your your second son basketball game? Yeah. He ain't a good one. He just like the you know what I'm saying. They're trying to get him better. They're trying to get him some attention. I mean, everything LeBron do is you know. Is cool. I know LeBron was mad about LeVar saying those type of things. At that point, it probably don't even be his idea. It's like, oh, hey, hey, bro, let me mic you up. Yeah, cool. Cool. Man, he was happy about it. He like, hey, okay. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Fuck it. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to pay me to take a look at my life? Shit. You know what I'm <laughs> Why not? My final. It did seem kind of kind of forced though. Yeah, yeah right. Forced. Like it just, ain't even seem like the boy was upset for real. Yeah, he like, hey, let like, me pull you to the side. Tired of the game, man. Damn, you know what I'm saying? But you know, whatever, man. Dad, Brian. I do like Dad, Brian. That's what I'm saying. I'm cool. Shout to Dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout to Dad. My final shout out. Big time shout out, man. Atlanta, I'm surprised you didn't even show me this. Skip and Shannon had a real oh, life argument. Oh, that was argument. the funniest shit. I'm about to turn it up, man. Turn it up. I'm about to turn it up. Let me get to the point. That's oh, why this is a serious. serious. Smith need to get the fuck off TV. Oh, Whoa. Did you see that NFL? Yeah, he was. Yo, he don't, he don't know boxing. He don't know football. He need to just be locked away. <laughs> all the niggas talk about the bad days. Football and everything. Everything said that was wrong on that, bro. He was wrong as fuck. He wasn't wrong on that. What are you talking about? What are you talking Skip, no, he... Skip had a he had an opinion. Which made sense. He defends Tom Brady. Brady. No, no, no. Every day. no listen to what I'm saying. All he said was is that Charles Woodson was still mad. That's just his opinion, a theory that he had. That he was still mad about the Tuck rule. And then when Shannon he disagreed with it, was wasn't wrong though. No, but no, 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 when Shannon disagreed with it, he like, oh no, you hating too, nigga. Why you hating on Tom Brady? You hating? You hating? Hey, 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 but and then Shannon went and no, no, every time Tom Brady loses, he said, oh, Julian Edelman got a piano on his back. Oh, Josh Gordon still just got they that. Happened, oh, they happened. 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 And that's what people do when it comes to time. That's what Shannon keeps saying. Like, though, no, stop breaking. When he's still, when he's playing the game, don't say Chris always put the ball. Don't say that. 
Tom Brady. Tom Brady just got open at all. He just got open. See, this is why I. This is why. See, Skipper Shady to learn something from y'all too. Y'all just got into it. Y'all get out of it. They they went too. They went too hard. Every day they argue about the stuff. Shit. No. Cause Skip felt like Shannon went too hard too originally. Like, oh, you must got some tension, bro. You hate me. I'm a three time. I'm a three time. I'm a three time. That should be staged, bro. No, I don't know. That should be staged. The ESPN shit, bro. Yes. If y'all realize it, though. It's like it's it's really just supposed they providing a black and white perspective. Hey. And now I mean like, it's sucked though, so I mean, I'm saying though, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like, man, now now that you think about it, this shit all happened in the same week with Funk Flex. Okay. <laughs> Everybody bro, you, you want you want bro. stuff to happen. You wanna be able to put I, some people and watch, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I guess, man, but I, I just feel like man, media man got so much control, man. Listen, it's, man. It's, it's it's a way to kinda like They wanna paint their messages. Listen, man, we yeah, had man. we had J Metz on, not because we a good guy, because the nigga was out of his mind for like I three months. Exactly. So he's just like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just do shit just to, you know, see what the people like. I'm not gonna let you say that about Stephen A. Smith though. He trash, man. Hell he no. Trash. My baby tired. That nigga was up. Uh, work. No, man. that nigga be up first take eight, six o'clock in the morning. Only thing he I will say, match, he was sleeping. He's he the it. only nigga on TV that say dumb shit like that. Like I've seen actual <laughs> NFL analysts say dumb shit. He like just that. fucked up. Look, he just forgot the nine hundred theory. That shit, you know. He hey, listen, know. listen, man. They need to just have him straight basketball and just doing first take. I mean, but Charles Barkley do basketball and don't know shit. But Charles Barkley don't know. That's the win talking about. Oh, I like when Cam Newton his yards after the catch. Jason Witt is trash. Who yards after the catch? Who was Jason Witt? Jason Witt is trash. You just He's not on every single. But every he's day. not an NFL analyst. He's an A Smith. Stephen A Smith gets beat in every debate to Max every no. day. No, every day. Max killed him today. Today he started chucking the job total with Eric Reed should have been expected to get charged seven times, be tested seven times. Like, what type of chucking the job are you doing? He trash. Bro, all the niggas on ESPN be chucking yeah. jobbing, bro. Yes, bro. I'm done with ESPN, dog. That nigga need to go away. He definitely don't need to talk about boxing no more. No, no, why not? No, bro, he don't know dad's names. He don't know nobody's name. But with the football thing, I think literally he just got caught lacking and just his brain went nah, to whatever he knew. He know football. No, he no, don't. He, he just no, but I'm doing. saying. Sometimes the thing is it's easy to just give a, all right, this is the opinion of everybody. He tried to give a basic analogy and say, all right, I know this person is on the Chargers, which was an injured tight end. He just ain't been watching them niggas clearly, so he didn't know he was injured. And then he said a middle linebacker who he would have been matched up with who ain't on the team no more. Yeah, so he, made, he, made he made a basic analogy so, of, all right, tight end, yeah, middle he, linebacker, he, he, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's a battery I need to watch. That's what Max was looking at. I'm like, well, both of them niggas look like, like, like Teddy Bruce. Teddy Bruce be like, this nigga, he must be early in fucking the morning with this motherfucker. You don't know. Who are you talking about? Bro, we talking about Lobo Chico, the false of great father. Nigga, he only fought 13 people. I mean, that's a pain. Maybe you think the nigga is a pain. He's a legend. He's a legend. No, no, he does. He a legend. No, he not. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, before we get into NBA and stuff, bro. Uh, Let me say my shout-outs, man. Yeah, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Eli, bro. Because I, I was going to say, Eli, I wanted you to tell us a couple stories, bro. But, yeah. Give us a story. Shout-out. Give us a shout-out. Yeah, nah, nah. Just give us. It's the Eli hour. Just give us some shit. Not even, man. It's the shout-outs, man. Low key, bro, I've been listening to a lot of Nipsey and and and, and Meek Mill, man. Shout out to them, okay, man. Okay, nigga, brothers. Nah, for real, bro. I'll I be listening to Nipsey, bro. That shit keep like really had me hustling and motivating type shit. So I really fuck with that album he put out, bro. I think it's a timeless album. Same with Meek Mill, man. I I I, I like the space he in, man. 
especially like the uh, I've been watching the interviews he he been doing, bro. I kind of feel like you know what I'm saying he, it's gonna be kind of a wave. Like I, I think I think that's like a something that niggas need to kind of clap. clap what's, your, on. what's your favorite song on championships? Man, it's hard. It's hard to say, bro. I'm really I really fuck with trauma, dog. Trauma, trauma. That bitch. Yeah. I wish it banged a little bit harder in the whip. But you still, I love that. The shit. intro bang harder. Yeah. Though. The in, no, the, yeah, I, focus, yeah. I was about to say the intro. The intro I was about to say the intro. That's like my second. He said like your daddy is a rat, so your son is a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like cold hearted too. Cold hearted, my favorite. Yeah, I like cold hearted. Sure. The I beat like on matches. I like samples. What's free? I like it all. Yeah, I fuck with what's free, man. I've been listening to a lot of their interviews too, man. I, you know what I'm saying I just like the space thing, dog. They just kind of got. Having niggas think about something other than what you know they tell us to think about. Now, I don't know if it was him. They said somebody from his crew jumped like Rich the Kid or whoever dude is. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody from know. his crew. Is in the Kodak shit? Yeah, I listened to that shit. That's just smooth. I think a lot. Kodak album was was. This is the thing with Kodak Black. Kodak Black is so unique from the rest of the rap game right now, and I've had it the experience myself. His music takes some time to grow on you because it don't sound like nothing that you're used to at that moment in time. Even compared to his last album, like none of his music sounds similar. Yeah. It don't sound similar to nothing else that you hear. So He's I feel like your musical palette, though. yeah, your palette got to get used to hearing it, and then it kind of grow on you. Mm-hmm. But from the first listen, you can see just like we talked about uh, in our group chat about the Drake messages. He on a higher level of understanding of where he is in depth with his own life. Like he's seeing yeah. certain things, and it's like he can tell you in depth. Almost like spiritually, spiritually, like this shit is this what I'm going through. I'm in the streets. This how I'm living. You know what I'm saying? He got a situation with his baby mama, his brother, yeah, all these different types like of things. It's in like depth. He, he's like he talking like he watching. It's like, yeah, like he's watching that bitch from like right over there. Or and he got a little smooth little patient vibe. We all need to be in. For I, sure. I low key feel like that a lot of time. Like yeah. just regular. Like I be feeling yeah. like I be watching my shit. That, I don't know shit. if that's good or bad though. Because sometimes I just watch yeah. your shit. Just sometimes go. you sit back. Yeah, I'm just posting. Like I'm just going through the motions. Good to be reactive. Proactive. No, like to be able to like kind of look back. Be like, all right, I'll like to see where what what you played in that role, and you know what I'm saying how how you could have did shit different. You know what I'm saying? It, a wise man learns from, from yeah. mistakes, type shit. And it also it give you the the idea, kind of just piggybacking on what you were saying with the Meek Mill thing. It show you him as a person, kind of growing. Where mm-hmm. it's like, even if you know, God forbid, or, or say he's still doing the same wild shit. At least he can see that he doing this wild shit. Like it's like, hey, look. This work what got me in this wrong situation doing this wild shit. But he kinda speak on like in the in the Breakfast Club interview that living in a certain area, he understood he had to get to California because being down there, everybody got a gun. I gotta be involved in these type of things. If I'm out here, you know, they ain't gonna do shit to me. I can just live a freer life. So just seeing that kind of growth in people is cool to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like Eli was saying, this starting to look like the wave. You got Nipsey trying to teach people about ownership. Meek Mill is trying to do prison reform. Even Twenty One Savage was talking about financial advice and shit and not wanna Talk about flexing as much. Fucking Offset said you don't want to rap about fucking y- uh, yachts and, and cars and shit no more. So it's people that's trying to show growth as, as artists and just people. And that's cool for the culture. Because we got we a place right now in hip-hop where it's that's like... That's what hip-hop yeah. was at its, like, you know what I'm saying, at its birth. Like, and you, you got all these weird niggas coming up and some of these people ain't even black. Like, that's what I'm pumping saying, them. <laughs> no, niggas ain't even black. He's just finally, like, seeing that, like, bro, like... Then she said that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Got all these dumb niggas. Because yeah. our fucking culture is, you know what I'm saying, contagious. Mm-hmm. Man, it was you know an article saying? that just dropped the other day. We, when we, Ninja Johnson stuff was talking about how they just 
I mean, like you saying, like you already know what happened, but they just they create these viral memes of niggas. Mm-hmm. And as you know, this meme become a real rapper, and it's like, oh, this nigga's a rapper. This nigga mm-hmm. was just a joke two weeks ago, but now y'all niggas actually like his songs, and now he's like, shit. you know, what I'm saying he doing interviews. They create a beef yeah. with somebody. And now it's two yeah. internet weird niggas that's beefing. And now and it's a it's a, a gang of population of weird niggas. Yeah, and now it's why like, Nick making songs next up. You know, what I'm saying shit like that. Just I don't know I mean, where it's happening. People don't take a, a moment to step back and understand. And unfortunately, how naive we might be with the human mind. Like, you can get wrapped up into Bro. things and not even understand. And I realized that with my quarrels with between Future and J. Cole. Like, it got to a point where people were like, man, J. Cole, born. Like, he did, he put you to sleep. I'm one of the biggest J. Cole fans there is. And then I just remember the wave that Future had. And I found myself having trouble to go back to listen to J. Cole. It's just like, I'm so locked into this Future talk that... This J. Cole ain't hidden for me right now. Like, it ain't sounding the same. I just think with hip-hop, it's a time and place for every type of artist. For sure. Music. 100%. Like that, it just, that, those two are just totally different artists going hey. different type yeah. of ways. So, yeah, I wouldn't expect that. But to that article point, they've been doing that since the beginning of the time. Yeah. Like, they, they, they always they create. They actually push niggas they yeah, want to push. They push you know niggas they want to push. I mean, they had to get away from the militant rap. They didn't like the idea of public enemy and all that shit. And the shit NWA was pushing. So, it had to be. Some type of ignorance that was bubbling. Because even back in the early 90s, people like Common was successful. Like, Common wasn't making no gangster rap. So they had to push other people and try to make still, something. Still, he even had beef, though. Yeah, beef with Cuban. Yeah. Like, and that's what they like. That was a real thing. Like, he was still a real human. No, he was still a real human. But it was it was something that they pushed. You know what I'm saying? They, no, they for still, sure. They still but I'm just saying, like, most deaf and Talib Kweli was nationally yeah, known. Like, just, now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Those type of people are, are really the only ones. Like, anybody that's making that type of music is underground. Yeah. You're yeah. just starting to see the Tobey dude who really starting to blow up. And he's starting to get his praise. Like, a lot of motherfuckers before him probably should have been getting because those type of people can actually rap. You know, I mean, he like, 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 he you don't shake your shit out. Nah, bro. I just, I just, I went ahead and pray for niggas, dog. I, I don't even want to, I don't even like putting no ill energy to nobody. Like, I, when I see some ill shit, bro, I just pray for it. Ain't gotta dog. be that ill. You know what I'm saying? You could have had some bad food recently. Or <laughs> <laughs> I just blowing my brakes. I'm taking off. Damn, I can't. Fuck. I, I feel that. <laughs> I, mean, I pray for the bitches, too. Don't get me wrong. I don't even. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't right. been in that, that space. Brother Positivity yeah. right now. Man. Nah, for real, bro. All right, so we're about to go because we was already on hip-hop rap, and we was going to talk our rap shit. I want to start... You know, we're going to go through beefs real quick. I do want to start with something that we recorded right before that. And it was Kanye West. He tweeted down there. When the, after the night we recorded, he tweeted the fucking whole day away. Man, about man, different Kim shit. K got on, too. Like, yeah. I know, Lando, don't even want to talk about Kanye West no more. You've been through you it. Got that you got to. You got to talk about it. You got to kind of got to, though, Lando. He came out your boy. He tried to get the Say You Will uh, 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 sample. He already done wrapped off that shit. That, look, this is all, this is all off. Yeah, he's going to make money off of it. Though. He just, look, Kanye has some shoes coming out. He got an album that's coming out, and he just needs to sell it. And this is just his way of grabbing people's attention, doing crazy things. The next day, he's like apologizing, talking about if something happened to me, you got to you gotta blame Drake. You're the number one suspect. He's just doing all this for attention, man. I mean, I'm, the, I'm just tired of talking. I think we passed the, yeah. the, the, the publicity. I think he's just crazy. Uh, no, I mean, the last... You, I never seen somebody that's crazy, and they keep talking about they know that they're crazy. You know what I'm saying? Some people would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be... 
to have mental health issues and be that conscious of your mental health issues and just, just acting, bro. Nah, one I was if he on medication, then he might be able to to understand that he's not cognitive or conscious, and to some 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 degree during those spouts that he having, he might be able to see that. I just think he just crazy like he don't know his identity. Nigga don't know who he is, so he say wild shit one day and then he try to come back to, like Eli was saying. Positive vibes. I want to push there. Like, I think flip flop. I think, <laughs> thing is, I think he do know. I think he know he kind of was, but he think he just like God in everybody's yeah. eyes, and it's like, no, nah, bro, you kind of like regular guy. To a lot of niggas, like, we, I don't. It's like Kanye, bro. You done already ruined yourself to me. You ain't got to keep up sure. your Kanye West persona Honestly, no more. Like, you done already blew it. Nah, that shit, you ain't getting that shit. Back. Yeah, and it's like, I, like he, he got fucks. some shoes coming out. His shoes didn't even sell out like that. Yeah, like the last year, I think they took like three days to sell out. So he get that shit get back to him. I think he he just too much on the phone. He didn't lost his mind. I he think also, I don't like the film. Austin don't agree with me not liking. I don't like Watchmen. But he, he pointed out a good part in the Dr. Manhattan. He just thought he was too much bigger than the world. He realized he couldn't see things the same way the regular humans do. I think that's what Kanye going through. <laughs> he didn't push himself to a mental level where he think he's so creative. Think he's so much more in tune with himself that he don't not living how regular people are living right now. And that's driving him insane. Yeah, because he, he can't control society how he yeah, wants to. Yeah, I think he, he, he feeds off, like, you know what I'm saying, the intention and, and the values of others. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think that's where he's lost because, like, that's forever changing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people's opinion, like, the wave is, like, forever changing. So, like, he think it's Kanye West forever. Yeah, but, like, I mean, and, and, and it could that. be if it he really could if he would have shut up. Like. Right, he just shut up and, like, was just focusing on, like, a craft and, like, yeah. focusing on, like, principles that was, like, you know what I'm saying, that was real. He but definitely I had the, like the, the flair to, to kind of transcend himself in a manner which Jay-Z has, where, where every time some Jay-Z say something, everybody just stop and listen. Kanye kind of had that appeal to people. It was, like, you a genuine dude. You seem like you care for others, and you've done so much for the culture, just as far as creatively. That anytime he talked, it it would have been something more. And then he was on some bullshit. And I, yeah. At a point, he was just like, it was on some shit that just didn't matter. Yeah. Then you know it got selfishly. Like, yeah. That's just what I'm saying. Just what I'm saying. With Jay Z, Jay Z, and like at least in my mind, in my eyes, he kind of like Michael Jackson to a point where niggas was like, if you seen Michael Jackson. It was like, oh, this nigga is like beyond mm-hmm. lore. Like, who is? I've never like. There's a lot of people say when they get close to Michael Jackson, or when they got close to Michael Jackson, it was like, whoa, what's going on? Like, I'm, I'm really right next to this nigga, and that's why like, Jay Z he keep enough distance away from us, where it's like we still look at this nigga like, oh yeah, Jay Z. Right. It's like, then you know Jay Z. How you you know? That's why some niggas will take the fucking thirty minute dinner with the nigga over fifty thousand dollars, some stupid shit like that. They do that because they feel like Jay Z larger than life. Kanye been trying to get so close to niggas and trying to act like he one of us. But then he just brought up the, you don't understand, I'm a, I'm a god. It's like, what's wrong with you, bro? You wildin' okay. right now. I just think he, his music ain't slapping like that. He's not the number one spot. And he just, oh, no, he's but that's, attention. that's, that's a, about the identity part, yeah. where it's like he perceived himself Crazy. to be the guy, Crazy. and now he's not no more. And that's why he lashing out at Drake, because yeah. Drake the guy. He's, he's unfulfilled, that's what man. Said, man. Yeah, for he's sure. Like, unfulfilled. He's unfulfilled, bro. Unfulfilled. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, and he, he, he's put, he, he put his, like, he placed the value of himself on like these tangible shit. Yeah, exactly. for sure. This tangible yes. shit, like you know what I'm saying. Mm, AC time dwindling. That's you, not what we liked him. We yeah. liked him just for him. But that's he, what like, I'm saying. He like, didn't want to be remembered like that. He, he kept saying the Steve Jobs, all them crazy names. All them old white men. He yeah. wants to be an old white man. All right, so Linda, Royce to find out. Let's go into Royce to find out. Let's go to that. Um, spell it out for us. What's going on? Okay, so pretty much 
Tory Lanez has been going on like a little little tour going on, talking about his battle over Jonah Lucas. Um, on the Joe Button podcast, he thought the nigga Maul was worse than Fanai. Like that nigga with the glasses always be hating on me. Just keep it real. And they asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. He knew who that nigga is. He knew he was. He just trying to be funny. And Maul like, I don't got glasses, nigga. Who you talking about? But anyway, they asked Royce Fanai, "Did you do you think Tory Lanez won the battle?" He said no. It's obvious. Why would he say that? Yeah, he said no. Tory Lanez gets on Twitter and was like, see, niggas hating on me. He's like, it's one thing to say if a nigga did his thing, but once I kill a nigga, you just got to give me my props. He's like, I'm tired of these old niggas stepping in, talking, you know, talking shit. He deleted that tweet. And niggas start tweeting on me. Damn, why you deleted? Tory, you scared? You scared? Told him, man, I ain't scared of that nigga, dog. That nigga want to go back and forth with me. It can. Royce told him, hey, man, don't play. I don't play with children, dog. Don't play with me unless you uh, you from Canada and all that type of shit. And Tory Lanez told him to suck my dick. And uh, at that point, Royce Fanon said, okay. Right, so how long do do Tory Lanez got to live? Because Royce Fanon used to beat niggas up all the time, from what I've heard. He was on the original the original What's Beef mixtapes. Yeah. And he's beefing, oddly enough, with Eminem. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, honestly, like... <laughs> Tory Lanez can't come around here. <laughs> I, I, I say that for sure. But you gotta get through. You gotta get to Canada. You gotta come through here. Then you, well, go, through you, you, you go through New York. You can go through a lot of places. But nah, I mean, at the end of the day, listen. I understand what how Tory Lanez feel. He's one of them guys that's super confident, super cocky. Real, his arrogance is starting to get to him, and he's building his head up too big. He don't want them problems with Royce. Man, yeah, I think he just one of them people who he do so many. Different things decently, like he's a decent singer. He make decent music. He actually a decent rapper. He don't have his own style. He just take other people's yeah, style, yeah. but he can spit. You know what I'm saying? He got decent, decent bars and shit. And he think that he's so much better than what he actually is. So he just feel like he's not getting the credit he deserves. So when he start lasting out at people, it's like Jordan Lucas. Yeah, Jordan Lucas ain't a real, a real big artist, but he a rapper. People respect his lyricism and his, his flowing. So I'm gonna say something about this nigga. Uh, I don't fuck with that nigga. I feel yeah. like Tor- I do feel like Tor- some people more like the underground people. The people really respect lyricism. Bro, that that shit he put out was some bullshit. Yeah, that that you know everybody against everybody type shit. The oh, white black people, yeah, people people don't really care for that. Like, he was like, I'm not a racist, yeah. though, right? Oh yeah, that shit was that. I, I do feel like Tory won the battle because Jordan Lucas put out his diss track. It was off a happy ass beat. He went back and deleted it and started making excuses why I sound like that. So if you're doing that already, Tory won. But Tory feel like. People ain't giving him his praise. Join the oh, yeah. That's punching down. Yeah. Like, don't nobody care about this. And, and that's what they're trying to tell him. Like, no, Tory, listen. We get it. You got that one. But give me my credit. I get any nigga. And like, he started I, mean, I guess I can, I can feel it because I, I feel like he's saying like, whoever step up, I'm going to just take him down anyway. So y'all bet not, nobody else bet not step up. That's a lesson. But it's like, I mean, yeah, you just like some shit like niggas talking about Brian beating up on the the. Bobcats yeah, in 2010. Like, it's like, nah, he got played with in front of him. It's like, nah, nigga, them <laughs> niggas was ass. Yeah. He, it ain't shit. If dinner for sure was that. Like, yeah. you just beat the Bobcats. <laughs> it like, shit. I'm not getting it, bro. You just dominate those niggas. You're supposed to do that. Podcast. You were supposed to and, do and that. And he kind of got to, like, he started talking about, you know, other shit about the King Art. He's saying that it's just too many old niggas hating and, and ain't giving them spots. So it is old niggas hating. That's all I'm All right, so we got old niggas versus young niggas going on right now. Yeah. And, and rap and R&B. Jack Queasy, them, I got, I, sh- I shaking my head at last week because they just threw up too many. I don't even know why them niggas responded to him. Yeah, so, all right, Lando. And we saw a video of Jack Queasy. I don't even know why they were at the same show. Keep Sweat, I guess they were doing a joint concert. And he was saying, what you think about him saying he the king of R&B? 
And, you know, at first he said, you know, fuck Keith. And he was like, you know, you know I'll keep a legend. And I was like, Keith was just like, hold on now, young nigga. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? I still do this shit. And who is the king of R&B, Lando? Listen. Okay, no, let me put on my list, too. I got it back. Listen. All right, so Lando, Lando Gabbs. Lando shit. Lando Gabbs is a top five list. Let's give it a top R&B. five. Is this an order? Like, you, number one is the king of R&B. You know what? I Like you said, list is subjective. If, if we do hey. if you want me to go for, okay, look. If we, let's be honest. If we being real, we talking about hits. If we talk about writing, if we talk about performance, you gotta go R. Kelly. Ooh, R. Kelly's up there because he just has unquestioned. Yeah, that's, he's up there because of that long thirty year longevity. I mean, like people don't want to hear that because they want you to get rid of yeah. sexual, you know, offenders and all that yeah. shit. But you I can't said, take away from what he did. You gotta separate the music from the man. Yeah, you gotta sure. take away the music from the man. When so, I'm being honest, so that's so you saying he is the king. He will be. He is one of the kings. He's okay. up there. So all right, give us the list five to one. Two, I gotta go with my man's Usher. 20 year span, he's had hits. He has a classic album out of all the R&B niggas. And that's the thing. There's a lot of R&B niggas who got a lot of hits that don't got classic albums. Okay. He got Cuz R&B is a hit type genre. Hit type you, genre. You only get your one or Confessions two. Confessions is okay. one of the best albums yeah, ever. Yeah. Ever. If you want to talk about this era, we can put Chris Brown in there. Chris Brown been doing this since he was 15, this 16. Is, these three are also the list that Jay Holiday had, so you start to sound like Jay Holiday. No, no, I, I'm going to switch it up for Jay Holiday a little bit at the end. But no, look, if you if you talk about 10, 15 year span, Chris Brown is there. He don't have the vocals like them, but he's an entertainer too. He's a megastar. He's a megastar. So we'll get him there. Number four, Babyface. Ooh. Babyface has written mm. hits for everybody in the 80s. Anybody in the 80s, anybody what in the 90s. What did he do for himself? He still had hits for himself. Mm. Still had hits for himself. He wrote. He like, got that one banging ass house when you get home from that. That one so banging ass house. I, 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 I had a question there. I had a question with that one. That's number four, right? Yeah, number so. Four. Would you put the Dream or Neo as kings of R and B? Because they have read plenty of hits. Not as much as Babyface. I'm just saying they have read plenty. They they on the list. They definitely in the top ten. But Babyface is written for New Edition, Bobby Brown, Michael Jackson, Mariah Carey. Like he just when Houston, he is written for everybody. Let's move on to the fifth prize. I got it tied up. I got Joe and I got Brian McKnight for number five. Woo! Just because I'm going Brian McKnight. I'm gonna go Brian McKnight because I, I like a little bit more of his songs than I do like. Hell, Joe got a lot of hits. No, Joe got a lot of hits. I like Joe. Got a lot of hits. I, don't, I don't fuck with Brian McKnight. No, he's not, he not a ballad type nigga. Brian yeah, McKnight, he like he like if he was in the group, he'd be in Boys to Men, and I don't fuck with them niggas. And every time he did a song with Boys to Men, he always got toasted. Hell, I was in all kids. They got they got music together, but I got to put them in there because the body of work and the hits and then the vocals. Vocals play a key part in R&B, man. So no genuine. Genuine no is... No Tyrese. No, them guys come later in it. Because they wasn't on top of their ears. What about Miguel? See, I put Miguel... I put no King R&B. No, I put him in the same category. He don't got the, the, the career for that. I put him in the same category as like The Weeknd. Saying that he ain't got the longevity. No, no, he don't I put... Know. Like The week. I, I consider them... Because they, they bounce back and forth. They what do pop song. He'd be an R&B. And this is... Ooh, it's it's hard to over. even speak on 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 anybody that's kind of came out in the last decade or so because they don't have the time spent to know if this shit even classic or not. Like I know I still listen to Joe music. He don't really make as much music now. He do. He had two albums. Well, yeah, I don't know that, but, that's how I still do. but we know the shit from nineteen ninety six from Joe or nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. We know that it still sound good right now. Like I won't know if Miguel shit sound good in another decade. I see. I feel like Miguel does a little bit of both, like with the the pop. He makes hey. some type of like rock song, and that's the same thing with the weekend. Like I love the weekend, but I consider him to be like a crossover star type. For of sure. Thing. Okay. Yeah, so 
Alright, man, I like that. Alright, so I think well, the only thing I find is very funny because I like to find the funny in just a lot of shit. Yeah, no Bobby Brown, that's funny. Well, you know what? what? And that's the thing. The only thing that stopped me from Bobby Brown, I put him in the group category. I feel like he the first the the second technically second Bobby Brown album is a classic. It's a classic. The second one is a classic, but after that, it kind of went downhill. And I feel like his better music was with new edition. With new edition. And to be honest, Babyface wrote a lot on that album. Give a fuck. Yeah, Couldn't so, have it like that. No, <laughs> have. Man. Yeah. Right, so, Hell no. The one thing I find funny is just like, like you you know a rap niggas like to be the king of rap, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, that's queen of rap. But it's like, you never really, I never really thought it's R&B in the scope of like, this ego that niggas really no. got. And the reason why I say that is because if you look at who R. Kelly is, look at who Trey Songz is, just the people we know more prominently into their background. R. Kelly was a hooper. Trey Songz was once a rapper. Chris Brown act like a fake hood. Like, they still, they're not, they manly men. I think people got the misconception <laughs> that they saw. <laughs> they're not soft. They're definitely not soft. But it's always been competitive in R&B. Joe would, I mean, R. Kelly would never do a show with Joe. He said, if y'all book him the same night as me, I'm never coming back to y'all city. Yeah. It was stuff like that. He Boys. thought he cut his hair because of, of him. Joe had yeah. hair back in the day. And the whole didn't like R. Kelly. Man, niggas ain't like he said, like, man, he took my whole style. Like, it was me. He did a little bit. <laughs> he, t- he, took, he took my style and ran with it. Like you say, like it was a long time before like Usher and R. Kelly did a song together. It was a long time between Trey Songz and Mario didn't work with each other. And Dream and Neo kind of stayed far away from each other. It's always been a competitive thing. They just don't put it on track. Well, now they do, but before they just I mean, didn't put I guess, it on yeah, because it's never no R&B diss track. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I guess them niggas just sing around. The Dream on that, uh, what's that? That Norris, Torres Norris, he dissed the weekend. He said he had a song called Flattery. <laughs> Is that pretty much you? You try to sound like me. You can't, but yeah, he went out. I mean, it's it's some little some little jabs here and there, but that's not gonna sell to their audience. They gotta cater to what they're trying to make their music for. Like I said, the, the obvious misconception is just that they soft. Well, like obviously, you would good. think that they, you know, like Tevin Campbell, he ain't beefing with nobody. I think that's who people see when they see all R and B people. But see, he was like a kid when that stuff was but like yeah, Cisco, but he still ain't beefing with Cisco, nobody. Cisco, <laughs> he still Cisco ain't. had beef with Usher. Like it, people that had beef with each other, yeah. you know. Because, all right, do you ever think, even when it comes to this king of rap, king of R&B type shit, will ever be, like, a defender of, like, like, a lot of people say Elvis was the king of, what, rock or some shit? Yeah, he really was. But, and they say, but Michael Jackson, king of pop, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Is it, will it ever be a definitive king within this type of stuff? It's it's tough with R&B. Because, like I said, it's subjective. I think you got to give it to R. Kelly Usher, though. You got to. Mm. Mm. Now, they're both two nasty dudes, but... Uh, if you separate but, the music from the man, you got to. Right, what if you separate the just take overall? Because Chris Brown put on one hell of a show. He danced while singing. He do a lot of shit. And that's what some people are saying. That nigga's a performer. Yeah, he's a performer. And that's what people are like. You got to take him out of the RB. He's a performer. Ah, <laughs> uh, nigga saying he take that away. Yeah, so it's, some people say you got to take that away from him. Okay, so, I just don't think it's ever going to exist in, in definitive because of the era we in now. Like back then, and Elvis died, so that had a little, you know, bit of onus of all right. Now he, now you're a legend almost, like how you see with Tupac and Biggie Smalls, where uh, they didn't really get a chance to fall off if they would have fell off. But you know, the thing with Elvis is though, he, yeah, he probably, took probably. He, he took took songs from Chuck Berry, he took songs from a lot of people. And and back then, they wasn't them. they wasn't believing the exposed. You know what I'm saying? No, no people, no, was, no, people no. were suing. They were just getting. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, oh, oh, he taking our shit. Now I don't give a fuck. That's why I wanted to shake my head at niggas suing Fortnite. 
Like his name is Two Millie. Yeah, he the Millie Rock. Swipe it. Yeah, that's what. That's why he don't <laughs> like it too. Like that making me no credit. Yeah. That changing the names the and is, shit. Bro, the thing is, you can't sue a nigga if a nigga do your touch. If he do that bitch in a touchdown dance, you can't sue that nigga. You can't sue me if I get the bus. In that he ain't bitch making out. no money off of it. Though. That's the problem. Fortnite yeah, got too much money. And they too like, much Damn, money. All I did was dance. I just want some of that cheese. I know Shannon Sharp said that Joe Horn owe him money for that for the, the Sharpie. He did it first. He said, That's then Joe it. Horn did it. Then Joe, he did, he did the cell phone first, and then Joe Horn, Joe Horn got the actual cell phone. Yeah, so, yeah, niggas just took niggas dead. Wait, wait, so he mean he just stuck his hand up? Yeah, he stuck <laughs> his hand up. That ain't the same thing. That ain't the same thing. That's what Fortnite ain't going to tell Alfonso Ribeiro. That ain't the same shit, nigga. What about when you said this? And they got video of him saying that he stole the dance. He did. He did. I can't fuck with Alfonso. Two million in them ain't got that, though. He don't. Two million. But the thing is, two million not suing 2K. You gotta stay consistent. Okay. <laughs> you gotta stay consistent. That's what kid is, though. He's black and everybody. Like, 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 I want my money. Oh, bro. I ain't signed off on none of this. Answer. Um, yeah, flossing. All right. Let's finish it off with the NBA. Big time NBA, man. Um, where, I mean, where y'all want to start, man? With LeBron saying how much. From one, with LeBron saying he don't really care if KCB get traded. Like, he just kind of threw that nigga. Do that nigga to the side, like, I mean, niggas get traded, man, you know what I'm saying? It'd be worse if he was older, you know what I'm saying? But because he's not, he should, he should be cool with it. So he kind of want that nigga gone. And then comments came out that he said he want Anthony Davis. He said it'd be amazing if Anthony Davis played for the Lakers. Anthony Davis said he don't really care with LeBron. He always wanted to play with Melo. He's one of his best friends. Yeah, and then Carmelo Anthony, back. what is Carmelo Anthony doing? I mean, he randomly tweeted out, let's go to Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And then he, he tweeted out some emojis to Brian and deleted them. Both tweets? Yeah. Oh, so he... Oh, he's, just, he's just vibing. Maybe like his phone just vibrating. He's like, oh, I'm going to work. All right, let me... Oh, Man. damn. Hold on. Yeah, okay, I mean, but he, he just recently had dinner with Lala and Brian at Savannah. So, you know, that's kind of in the works. But also, the Warriors could use some bench help. So, you don't really know. lost today. They lost. It did, but... It's, you know, it is lost. what it is. Um... What else, man? You got any basketball? You got, any, you got a power rank for us, man? What's power going rankings, on in the league? Man. Power rankings, I mean, right now, kind of going off the same things from last week. The Raptors, they're falling back to earth a little bit, so you don't know. Celtics are moving up. You think so? They lost tonight to Phoenix. Yeah, but they're still moving up. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to Phoenix. And the thing about the Celtics, I'm going to pull up a stat for y'all. The Celtics, they switched their rotation. They started Marcus Smart. They started, I think, Morris. Are they having Morris? And yeah, but he didn't play tonight. He didn't play tonight. They, but they started Marcus Smart tonight, and they have been on a, I want to say, a three, four-game win streak. But no, they it's lost. longer than that. It's like, it's, like eight. it's like nine. It's like they lost nine, the right? Pistons, they lost, they, they lost, yeah, so it was it was eight till they lost the Pistons. Yeah. During that stretch, they were all playing teams that was below five hundred. Yeah, so he's just beating up on Bond. Beating up on Bond, they gonna struggle because they lineups, man. You just you can't have that many good players, man. Everybody want to play. Marcus Smart got mad when he got took out the game against the Pistons. He's like, no, I'm balling. Hey, he's balling. <laughs> and then even with the even with the Raptors, everybody love the Raptors. Yeah. Fun fact about them: they are on pace to win fifty nine games, just like last year. And their defense actually went to number seven, even though last year they was number five. So even though Kawhi is making a difference visibly to our eyes, 
The numbers say otherwise. But he's not playing every night, though. He's not. They say he's playing every other night. I mean, but they beat the Warriors without him. So what yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they still, why why he playing every other night? He, 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 the he do whatever the fuck he wants to. He the one with the cornrows. He make the rules. And then, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, the Warriors lost tonight. And then the Rockets look like James Harden. Oh, let's talk about James Harden, man. Because Lando really don't like James Harden. And yeah, I play another team that Lando really don't like in the Wizards. Yeah, Lando really don't like the Wizards for some reason. John Wall went off the other night. But they, you really don't like James Harden. I'm not going to lie. I like James Harden, man. Uh, if you go to the line 15 times, I know he got five at least a couple of them times, man. He deserved it. No, nah, man. I've seen a game. That game for the Lakers was a disgrace. That was a disgrace. Like, there's no way you're supposed to be that good and flop that. He don't have to do that, man. And that's the thing I'm saying. It's too much of this throwing his hands up, flailing, just play basketball. You gonna make? You can make the shot. It's already hard enough to defend you. You don't have to do that shit. No, but like, that's for, like, old veterans and shit like that. Like, he act like he's somebody uncle out there and shit. I know. This is, this, is the only, this is the only time that I think Jay Gans has ever bested me in argument. So I, I don't know if he bested. I don't know if it'd be nice to say he bested them, but he got me. I, I, he he sealed me on it. We talking about how Jan, it was like four years ago. We talking about James Harden always goes to the line, we, and I ain't like that shit back then. And like Dan said, when you lead the league in scoring, you get to the free throw line. Anybody, the anybody, anybody who got who scored the most points been to the line that's the most times. That's not true. But them niggas earned it. They, they, we they talking about this nigga flop. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. Steph Curry averaged thirty and went to the line four times. Didn't make four free throws. He went to the line four times. So you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to. But he do, man. Oh, that shit just it's boring. It slows up the game, and that's and that's why Houston losing the playoffs because they don't get the same calls. So he hurting his team by doing that type of shit. And everybody else not prepared to score because he just be holding the rock. Yeah, so he don't have to touch right. that bitch. I just I don't not like watching him. I'm not saying he's not talented. He's talented. So I, I don't do like not like watching him play basketball. Because James Harden set the he set Twitter on fire with the false step travel, man. That shit. I mean, just shit like that shit can happen any night with that nigga. Though. It's kind of exciting just to see uh, how much he can really fuck a game up. Bro, he do that shit every mm-hmm. night. He's always been traveling. And I just feel him. like. A James Harden highlight reel, then they're even less exciting than LeBron James highlight. Like, I've been on record saying I don't like watching Brian highlights, and that's why I think you're not. James Harden, you literally going to see this nigga pump fake and fly. You might see him rock somebody. You, you might see the step nigga. back travel one dunk, and it's just like, bro, this is terrible. Like LeBron said, do I got to play defense with my hands on my back? Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this highlight just going to be him at the free throw line. Terrible. It's a terrible highlight. I'm, I'm, no, man, I'm, I'm rocking with James, dude. dog. And then other James, man, I, I think. LeBron, man, he made the right decision for the league. He kind of saved the NBA this year. Going out west every night, something to watch with them niggas, dog. You then they want to stay up, see what they going to do. And, you know, they've been – I think we, we brought this up probably like two months ago because I, I brought it to y'all. Do y'all think Anthony Davis will probably get traded? Because he's, he's available for a Supermax. He probably don't want to sign if he don't want to play for the Pelicans again. And they would probably have to look to trade him this year or next year to anybody who willing to take him. I really hope he goes to the Lakers. Do y'all think they should trade Brandon Ingram? Because, I mean, he's, ah. the, he's the one that's... I mean, right now, Kuzma's balling, Lonzo's balling. They're going to have to trade. The only problem with that is they're going to have to trade, like, three of them niggas. Andy Davis? Oh, if Andy Davis not coming back, you get what you can get for him. No, you probably going to trade him, somebody, in a pick. But it's, it's this is the thing, like, right now, the only this, this is what the issue is with it. And it's the same situation that they had with Paul George. They have to make the deal right now. I think it's just the nigga might come. Because the only reason Danny Ainge ain't made the deal is because there's a league rule against it. Kyrie Irving is technically on what they call a Rose deal, which is he, because of something that happened with Derrick Rose's contract, I think it's because he won MVP. He didn't have to wait out to get a max contract 
because of his age. And it, then they open it up to like all pros for a certain amount of years. Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving both had that contract currently. And you can't have two players on your team with that contract. Mm. So I think that's the only reason Boston hasn't made the trade already. To be quite honest. That's legitimately I, what I would think is the only reason why they haven't made the trade already. So I feel like the issue with the Lakers is that they would be pressed into giving up more. Because if you don't right now, you're going to have Boston breathing down your neck in the summertime. And they got more assets. Because after this year... Kyrie Irving in the summertime will be a free agent. So they can sign him or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? His, the contract won't be the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then they can have both of them on the roster and it wouldn't even matter. And they got Al Horford's money coming off the books. You still have Jason Tatum. Gordon Hayward could be used as a piece in that. Jalen Brown. They got abundance. Still got other players to pick. So it's just abundance of different talented people yeah, that they can add in. You replace Al Horford with Andy Davis? I keep Jason Tatum? If, if he's still playing, still playing basketball, I wouldn't trade him to next February. Honestly, I wouldn't dream of keeping. Yeah, like offer well, the max. I feel like we see this too many times with like star players don't after they sign that first extension they don't come back. Kevin Durant, but they still bought. But, or, uh, got but yeah, you said twenty twenty. That's when he, he a free agent. I would trade him February twenty twenty. I would try to get the most out. Like, hey, you gonna take the seventy million or not? That's a lot of money to turn down, though. I mean, Kawhi turned it down. Well, he didn't like. He didn't want to be in San Antonio no more. Uh, you know, he want to be. in I mean, but I, I just think that once we saw what Kevin Durant did, like. The ownership matters. The GM matters. When I see you give $50 million to Solomon Hill, no disrespect, I like Solomon Hill. But once you start giving money out to certain people like that, it's the same thing to Kevin Durant. So I was like, damn, we traded for Kevin Martin, traded for Deion. What, y'all kept trying to give me two guards? I had a two guard. Why you ain't just pay him? Why y'all didn't pay my two guard? Yeah, y'all keep trying a, to give me these. Three one, he folded. Yeah, so Russell Westbrook know, also played bad nah, too. Can't, you know can't what I'm saying? Let him down. Like, but um, but yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm New Orleans, I. Like I said, I wait to the last possible second. But yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get everything. And I think it's okay for them. They I might miss out on picks. Um, I want Kuzma and I want Lonzo. Nah, nah, fuck you. Nah, you're getting Brandon Ingram. They getting you. You getting Brandon Ingram? Getting Brandon Ingram? You know what you think, though? Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I feel would like, like I would like to see him go and keep all of them. To yeah. be honest, but I, feel I just like it's I just a possibility know that it's gonna happen. Happen. I ain't gonna lie, I don't fuck with Brandon Ingram. I'm at this uh, point with him. I just don't he like. He can't that play nigga. with Ron. I don't like that nigga. Like I don't like the like, look. I don't like how skinny the nigga is. Just because he can't play with LeBron James, like bro, you weak as fuck. Like these other niggas, they doing it. They finding their way. You just was too weak. You can't stay in the corner and shoot a three. You weak, uh, bro. Get out of my face. I can't. Kyle Kuzma looked great out there the other night. He was out there balling. The Alonzo's making plays. Yeah, so that nigga Ingram ain't been. And he's weak. And can't play with Brian. Yeah, and he ain't been playing. He hurt his ankle. That shit. And the rest of the team look way better. Brian set that shit up. I think that nigga. That's the only reason I think Anthony Davis might go is because Brian that openly said it. Yeah, he, he won him there. But how do, you, how do you feel about the game against? Because the Lakers get everybody's best game, just like the Warriors. And that was a nice block. I'm going to give Allen some credit, man. Oh, man that, that was a Brian, good block. It was, you could tell Brian wanted to dunk on that he nigga. Did. He, he kept trying to do it. He kept trying to dunk on that nigga. That, yeah. Yeah. That nigga Jared had like three points. This kind of goes into all the things I don't like about LeBron James. His media personality. Like, afterwards, he tried to downplay. Like, oh, you know, this is what happened when you 37, me 20. It's like, no, nah, nigga, he beat your shit. Because no, you tried to dunk on him. <laughs> but that was what happened. When, if he brought no, all right, man, three years ago. I we don't know that. I didn't say that. We don't know that. We don't know that. It would take a little longer to get warmed up. You know, the fourth quarter, I would have got him. He almost, if he almost got him when, when fucking. He uh, really blocked Arch- that shit. Like, Ryan yeah. had no chance. Some niggas just smack your arm. Or see, he really blocked the that is, shit. The thing is, with that block, he kind of lost, like, the, the, the physical 
whole battle of the block. Like he he blocked it, but he went yeah. back a little bit. Like yeah. he gave he gave everything he got in that huh? It's Brian, but yeah. Jared Allen is showing that he willing to die for that shit. Yeah, he is. When he, he just like he, he just like, gonna block your <laughs> shit. I mean that's the thing. He ugly and he like big, but niggas kind of like this nigga weak. I'm gonna duck over that. Like remember Bruce? You know Bruce. Yeah, I know. I know that a man's Bruce. They said at basketball practice, one practice, they just shut it down. They all just trying to dunk on that nigga all practice. Yeah. That's what they were trying to do cool. with that nigga. <laughs> and when they see that nigga in the room, they just want to bang that nigga. He's going for that shit. And, and he just ain't going. He Most like, times, he not going for he that like, shit. He like, yeah. shit, though. So he, threw, he got Blake. He got a lot of niggas under his block list, though. That's a good list right there for that nigga, man. I'm proud, I'm proud of Jared Allen. I like so either Boston, Los Angeles, and also today, there's word that after the game, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kind of talk to Anthony Davis in the hallway about you know saying maybe we could team up. We two big niggas. Me and you, bro, we could do this. Which is strange because all the media has been talking about with the word from LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and also a Bleach Report article I read earlier is that Giannis is not in tune with the buddy buddy play of the NBA today. And what they kind of spoke on Bleach Report is because of his upbringing and not growing up in the AU ring, and also one of the key things, and I never really thought about it. Why so many people team up? He don't play for Team USA. Like yeah. you don't get that experience of playing with these yeah, niggas in the summer. You know what I'm saying? And build right. a bond yeah, with know, them. They sweet for real. Don't even know what they like. Don't know what they talking about. None of that shit. But he see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Because if you go through the history, but you, you, when you read the book of basketball, you gotta have at least two. You gotta have two killers. Main niggas yeah. on your team to get to a championship. And he looking around and like, yeah, I like Drew. Everybody Blaise, else so. group. Y'all grouped up. They. <laughs> Me and you, bro. It yeah. ain't work out with Boogie, but I can do it. I'm you know sweeter than that nigga. That, we that same nigga. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I I think it's fucked up because it kind of mean like, fuck you, Chris Middleton. Like, you cool, but. Like, Chris Middleton ain't been hooping like that this year. Yeah. He hooping, but, I mean, I, like I said, I think Drew. Drew need to get the fuck on. Drew Bledsoe, as soon as yeah. that nigga did by, that's all he wanted. Like, look, I can run the one. I don't need this big cocky, stocky nigga. I don't need nigga. this nigga at Yeah, all. this weak ass getting his ass Nobody crossed really over. Nobody really need this nigga except for, like, maybe the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, listen, speaking of the Pistons, man, good win tonight, man. Oh, we shot at Reggie Bullock already. I I read an article, came out, I think, by The Athletic. Dropped, and it was talking about how Drummond is doing these historical 2020 games, how magical they are, how he's a a statistical marvel, and and why isn't this getting enough pressure? And they they broke down the numbers, and they broke down the footage. How many times he get his own rebound? And it it came up that Drummond really gets about his own rebound five times a game. Yeah. So his his he's really getting 14, 13 rebounds, but then he getting his own rebound because he missing a lot of shots close to the basket. Yeah. And like, what do you think about this though? Listen, Drummond's been playing very very bad basketball tonight. I give him credit though. In the fourth quarter, he played strong and he played tough. He made he a step to, back three. Step back three. He put out a putback to get this in the overtime. He played tough, but it seemed like anytime he goes against a big that's over six ten. They just wash him out the yeah, game. I forgot. And that's, this was Carly Towns. So they're the same nigga. Like, yeah, they both soft. Battle of the softies. <laughs> and Carl won. Carl won the battle. I was sick about it. I picked Drummond on Fanduel, and he played like ass. I picked Rose. I, I, I pretty, pretty, yeah, I had a pretty good night. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, look, the Pistons won tonight. They had a, a close game against the Bucks the other night. So, it looked like guys are getting back healthy. And, um, like I said, Dwayne Casey demands ball movement. He demands it. And that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. And I feel like Stan didn't do that enough. You gotta swing the ball. If you don't swing the ball, you can't play. So I think so that Dwayne. with Dwayne Casey, there's always gonna be promise just because he's shown himself to be that good of a coach. DeMar Rose obviously couldn't get over the hump, but I think they had a talented enough team to maybe make some noise and and possibly go to a, a finals if DeMar Rose could have got over the hump. But he, he couldn't mentally. 
only issue I, I have right now is that we got too much money tied up with the pitching. Like, I like Bruce Brown. I like to pick a lot. Kyrie Thomas hasn't played, but in college he showed me some things as a developmental player. Bruce Brown is a hell of a, a rookie right now. Plays great defense, athletic. He plays within the scheme of the game. Just does all the things that you want him to do. Sometimes he do something stupid, but he's a rookie. Uh, it's going to happen. You got Blake Griffin who looks like I was wrong. He's starting to look like a superstar. And he was I, sick tonight and still put up a good Yeah, but he played like shit against Milwaukee, too, though. Like, he the reason why we lost that game. Yeah. yeah. Like shit. But yeah, I think that there's too much on this on him right now as a ball handler. We got too much money tied into Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is not the guy. Honestly, though, bro, when you look at the Reggie, he's not the highest paid. He's not even the highest paid figure. I don't even have an issue with that as far as the Reggie Jackson. I just think it could be spread around more players. Andre Drummond is the real issue, and we can't get rid of him. I don't even think, like, Drummond is an issue. But I think if the if we had another ball hander or somebody else like a score, that issue would be washed away. Like, I don't man, think so. He kind of got to do it. He playing too soft. In the, uh, he giving up a lot of buckets. I mean, he's soft. They gave him 70 points in the paint to get the bucks, man. He's soft. He be playing too soft. And he hasn't got better. No. I give him credit tonight, but he has not got better as a basketball player. Nah. Like, just a fundamental thing. Like, he's still missing throws. He has no post moves. In the paint, he's just getting moved around. The thing, I don't want to see that nigga do a post move. That's the thing. Like, you gotta I, develop that though. He's too big. He the biggest guy on the court most of the night. You man, got like, to. You ain't just gonna dunk on niggas. Then that's we got. Like, yeah. exactly. He needs to start dunking on niggas. He can't, dunk. can't really do. He gotta get his coordination together. But I think with Dwayne Casey, he get better. One person that I'm starting to grow into is Stanley. Yeah. Oh man, don't 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 jump on the bandwagon, man. I'm Stanley. I got his rookie card too. I'm on Stanley Johnson bandwagon, man. Look, man. I told y'all this from the jump. They just didn't know how to use. I've been telling people this for years. I was a Stanley Johnson fan going all the way back to high school. When he went to Arizona, I was a fan of him. I wanted him. He was literally the guy I wanted us to pick. I knew all of these things was possible. I mean, Devin Booker. Look, I also was okay. Also, I was a semi-fan of, I ain't going to say a fan. I wasn't a KCP hater. So I understood that we had just drafted a shooting man. guard, so we couldn't pick another Listen, shooting guard. Listen, man, I told y'all about KCP. I wanted him going. You ain't know that shooting. early, though. I did. Bro, you guys awesome. I didn't never like KCP. That's fucked up, I want to trade Burke. Nigga but yeah, yeah what it, it took him seven years to get in the league. Okay, but what did you want you for got him? And they signed to the same fucking Rich Paul. They want him out of there. He's a scrub. I don't. Rich Paul signed him to that deal. Yeah, but still, he don't want him to LA. Like, give him some place else. But nah, no. he just wants some something back for him. I'm happy with the pit the pits is doing. I like the Kings, man. The Kings are not a bad team. Oh, the Kings are very good. The Kings are a good team to watch. The I think that they, they need to slow their roll a little bit. I've seen their coach saying that Marvin Bagley and Darren Fox would be the next Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. I don't know what the fuck I don't know about Marvin Bagley. Yeah, yeah I don't that, know what he's doing. Darren Fox, is, he yeah, looked like I told you. Marvin, he can play Marvin Bagley, I don't know. Really, like, got better. And, and you know what? This is something I ain't thinking about. Alonzo's kind of hurt this summer. He didn't really get a chance to work yeah, in but his he game. Hooping. But, but, but yeah. Darren Fox had a chance to work in his game. And he is a, like, yeah. also, man, I've been watching Alonzo lately. And especially against Charlotte, and even in the last game, that nigga better than Ben Simmons. So anybody that's listening to this, and you you like Ben Simmons, you fucking retarded. He play good defense. He can make five threes in a game. Alright, I'm gonna give you this last thing to to comment on. What the fuck is going on, Donovan Mitchell? You can't. uh, To be honest, Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell are tied together at the hip now. We cannot talk about one without the other. And as as Donovan Mitchell's playing bad, at least Ben Simmons is playing consistent. So what the fuck is going on? I think. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. It's almost like what's going on with the Pistons. You don't got no other ball handlers or people that can create their own offense. Outside of maybe Joe Ingles, but he's not that strong of a, that a Exum, secondary. Exum nigga. He don't be pushing the ball. Dante Exum? Nah, hell no. Nah. He weak. 
And the problem is, is that, and it's not taken away from Donovan Mitchell to, to no degree at all. It's just niggas see him coming. Last year, he surprised people. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even know how good he was. He talked about it. He said he wasn't even sure if he was going to come out in the draft. And it took people like Chris Paul and Paul George working out with him saying, no, you ready? Last year, nobody knew that. The coach ain't even know that. They didn't even have him starting. So last year, he just caught people off guard. It was like, oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? We checking this rookie. And then he have a game. We score 40. Then he kind of come back to life and score like 20. But people didn't take him as the marquee player until the season was done. Now you the guy. You the face of the franchise. And I think we gave him the the the... The baton too soon. We hand him the torch too soon as the next D Wade, next. D-way. He ain't. He might not be that. He might just be a very solid pro. This you know gonna have some 20, 20 point per game years. I don't know if he's a superstar. And I think that's what we're seeing. Which he don't have nobody to take the pressure off him, uh, off of him offensively. When you looking for Ricky Rubio to do something, you ain't gonna get shit. You looking for Jay Crowder, you ain't gonna get shit. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles yeah. might do something, <laughs> but it's just like on a regular basis, he he like all the other four niggas. Bodon Vogdanovich looked like a superstar for a couple months last year. Nigga disappeared. All them niggas do that. Yeah, I just think they gotta get an extra boy. I, I think he's still gonna be a good player. Yeah, uh, for I, sure. It's just people see him coming and they craft and they defense around him. Like yeah, we stopped Donovan Mitchell, we stopped the Jazz. A lot of footage on that nigga. Too, I, I gotta give a shout out to the Spurs, man. Why? They don't want nice little run. They don't want about four or five games in a row. They seven seed. Who they been man? playing? I don't know. They beat the Lakers. I mean, they beat the Lakers. Yeah. After they, they got Houston. beat by the Lakers. They beat they said, they didn't they Houston. Houston teams. That's the under five. <laughs> they no, Houston, 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 they over five enough. They in the playoffs right now. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. They over five. I think the problem with Houston in the beginning of the year is they thought they was Houston at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? They thought it was like, oh, we play the Suns. We could just, you know, rest niggas. And then they lose. And then they, you know, they just lost too many of them type of games. Oh, yeah, we resting these niggas. And then they lose. And now they like deep, you know. And the they ain't realized it. Like, yeah, they how much Clippers, Trevor recently. They, they beat the 76ers. They got some quality yeah, wins. They got some solid wins. Yeah. Yeah, you starting to get some better ball from DeRozan, Aldridge. Uh, I think Brent Forbes is starting to get a little bit more comfortable. Before, shout out to my pops too, man. I'm a big state fan. I watched them a lot. I remember my dad telling me, walked in my room watching one of the games. He's like, I don't like that Valentine kid. But this other little light skinned guard they got, he gonna make it. I just looked at him like, you don't know what the fuck, what you talking about. There's no way hell Brent Ford yeah, is making I, it. But I, oh man. He did. Brent Ford's made it. He playing, he balling. So shout out to that, man. Shout out to, to the guys that's from the league, in the league right now from Michigan too, man. Kuzma. Miles Bridges. We got some decent hoop. Josh Jackson ain't really doing what we need him to. Josh Jackson. Hopefully he come here. Hopefully they trade him here. I'd like to get Josh. I'd rather pick up Austin Rivers than that nigga. Why Austin Rivers? He got got cut by somebody the other day. Sons. They just waved him. Damn. I mean, he don't want to play. If I was Austin Rivers, I wouldn't really. I would would, because I like the Suns. But if I was Austin Rivers, I wouldn't want to play for them niggas. I mean, but it's like, what do that really say about? What is it saying about them, or is it about him? Yeah, like, is they just trying to take, or is he ass? Clippers say you can't have your son back. Yeah, he can't have his yeah, son. He so. can't go back to the Clippers. He didn't burn too many bridges yeah. there. Now, nah, I mean, if, if this can't come back, then yeah, I pick. Like I said, I don't mind Austin Rivers. I think he, I think he's straight. Austin Rivers, he proved his worth. He had a playoff game. He had a black and die. I think it was yeah. against Portland, and he bought out, man. Yeah, okay, he showed me his, showed me his heart. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, anything else, man? Y'all want to cover, man? I think that's it for basketball. You think the Pistons should go after Jabari Parker? No, man. Uh, that, that, it's just a head case, man. We don't need that right now. Like, yeah, stay on that 7-25 team. You want to practice, bro. I don't, nah, I don't like that practice. shit, though. Fucking long ass two and a half hour practice. I don't think he ain't want to practice. I think the niggas who didn't want to practice didn't want to hoop with that nigga no more. Like, I don't give a fuck if he practices or not. I don't want to play with this nigga. Oh, this yeah, nigga listen, weak. Ain't too many more practices this nigga. 
Possible, man, but I honestly, dog, I've been, it's, I've been having a lot of my play, having a lot of different, you know, I've been doing a lot of different things, and I, I just, I've been exploring my mind and my capabilities, and I'm realizing, you know, physically, that I was gifted, and I'm, I feel like, you know, what I'm saying, mentally, I'm seeing like that I'm also gifted. And I've been just exploring what that means, especially in this semester. You know, what I'm saying I had a lot of different opportunities to kind of, you know, ex- explore what that is. You know what I'm saying? I had this opportunity. I was organizing a business shit for this healthcare initiative. Yeah, you know what I'm cool. saying? So I had a speaking engagement, bro. And it was it was on the spot. They kind of put me on the spot. Like, hey, bro, you speaking? And it was like, you know what I'm saying? But I did it. And people liked that shit. And so I was like, afterwards, I was like, I was kind of withdrawn. Like, I was kind of like reflecting like, damn. Like, it's power and influence in my voice. So even since then, though, that was kind of a month along the time, around the time I started, you know, kind of embarking on this spiritual journey I'm on. You feel me? Nah, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to listen to what he's like telling me. Cause for the, for all the, like even when I wanted to like go to the league, I always seen the league as a platform for something greater. You know what I'm saying? So, like I, like I was saying in the car, bro, I, I, I def like. Football has always been discipline for me, so I always want to stay training. And you know what I'm saying? I want to explore, like, all the possibilities, you know what I'm saying, that I, like, that I'm able and capable of. Because I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, like, physically that I've reached my peak or athletically that I've reached my peak. So, like, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. But I know, first and foremost, I'm, I want to get my degree. So, you know, if after my degree, if I spend, like, I, I give myself a year or two to just train, you know what I'm saying, I get, like, a like a part-time project engineering gig and just train to see see if I get to the CFL or the, this AFL, whatever, or NFL, you know what I'm saying? But if anything, it would be a means to, to stack more bread to, to for development because, you know, and go, I want to get have my own development construction firm. And bro, I just been doing a lot of shit like in the community, bro. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I was about to say like you've been doing a lot with the youth, with the youth in the yeah, DC area, bro. Talk, so, us, yeah, talk to bro. us about that. What uh, about the youth in the Detroit area, though? Because Renaissance could need you to go up there and speak to them. Hey, the football team. Listen, yeah. I look, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with that. Yeah, it's the It's just you know, it's all vicinity for real. But I know in DC, you know I'm saying I've, I've been mentoring. I'm, I'm implementing a mentorship this upcoming semester. Eli. Type shit. Okay, but no, I also been doing this initiative with uh, the uh, DC. I'm saying juvenile delinquent youth. 
I've uh, me and a brother kind of was brainstorming in the summer, and we uh, we implemented this workshop, not workshop, but it's like a spoken word slash roundtable discussion with delinquent youth. And so I'm uh, I'm teaming up with another organization to do that uh, this upcoming semester as well. And just a lot of other things, bro. I'm just I don't know. I I've been I've been urged to kind of you know do things along those lines. So and I would like, love to come and do that shit in Detroit. Like, what do you what do you feel when you work out with like? Is it a sense of I'm giving back to to my own? Or like, what do you gain from when when you work with these the, with the youth in DC area and stuff like that? Mm. So that's a good question. So when I it the the mentoring just kind of happens naturally. Always, you know, I always appreciated like me interacting with those younger than me because I felt like I was, you know, I can kind of feel like that they're looking to me in a certain light, and so it kind of forces me to be an example or like kind of like shed light or just thinking about my experiences when I was their age. You know, what I'm saying I, I'm wishing like I'm 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 giving games to them that I wish somebody would have gave to me at that age. So I, I think. You know, I get a fulfillment from that, but I think it's something we all can do. You know what I'm saying? Being able to, like... And it, it is not always somebody our age. Because I'm realizing, like... You know what I'm saying? I be I be shedding games to niggas twice my age. I mean, it's just, like... Being able to, like, think back on... Learn from experiences of my own and others. And Jeez. being able to, like... You know what I'm saying? Just express that and vocalize and verbalize that. And uh, expect... But I think especially... To the youth is important because you know what I'm saying they are literally the future. You, know so you said you feel like like you giving out wisdom more than like I mean, because wisdom is something more than just like intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Like no, you tell true. everybody two plus two, but you giving people the game. You know what I'm saying? You teaching people life lessons, or at least you you know you helping out with people's. I'm just I, I just yeah I just want to like God I just want to like give them something to like food for thought. So I mean I guess you could call that wisdom. So at the end of the day. If I was somebody that you mentor, what would you want me to gain from you? What was something that you want me to be like, walk away from me and your experience and be like, you know what, Eli was a blank. Mm. I feel like for different, I feel like my experiences with like different people is specific to the to the time and, and space that we're in. But uh, something that I want people to take from me, I think just like, so... I was I be thinking about that a lot lately. Like if I was to die tomorrow, like what what would I like kind of want to leave here? Like what would be the thought, or just kind of like you know the focal point of of that funeral? Like I think that would be just shit. Um, I I just I I just so I be writing this shit down. I hope that I'm able to like encourage and empower people to be they be, they best self, like to tap into something greater. You know what I'm saying? To tap into a higher like. A higher being that's within themselves. So empower, empower. I hope I, I hope that I'm empowering people when I'm when I'm having these interactions, especially when that, when I'm talking with the delinquent youth, bro. Cause I I be letting them know, like, bro, like I'm in college, but the only thing separating me and you are the choices we make. You know what I'm saying? The choices we make. You know what I'm saying? Access and opportunity, and like we can look at it, ourselves like as victims. Or we could be victors of our circumstances. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I just want to like, especially with our youth, I kind of want, I kind of want that to be the message I leave. Like it's, it's power and choices. Like the supreme power of choice, is like, 
You know what I'm saying? Someone that's able, that's humble enough to take responsibility for, for them circumstances and courageous enough to take initiative to find their ways, like, you know what I'm saying, out of those circumstances or those cha challenges. So, like, you know what I'm saying? If if anything, I, I want that to be, like, kind of my legacy. Damn. Being able to empower people. You know what I'm I saying? feel that for sure. And, and just kind of piggybacking off of what I was saying, I think, and I, I can't speak for what he was saying, but I feel like in, in that question, what I was hearing is, like, what do you want your, the context of your character, your being, to be thought as when somebody leaves you? You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. your first impression can be the only impression that somebody has for you. Like, I know for yeah. me personally, in, in the manner in which I, I conduct myself, and even if it's in a silly manner or, or a serious manner, something professional, I like the idea of people understanding that whatever it is that you take away from me, it was genuine. Mm. If you think it's bad, you think it's real, you think it's funny, I want you to understand through my character and how I conduct myself that it's genuine. This is who I am. This is what, you know, Any anything that the intent was, was positive, even if it didn't come off that way, I want you to understand that I'm a real person and I'm caring. And I kind of feel like the same things that I was hearing from, even it's just a short time that we kind of been kicking it because we haven't spent a lot of time together, you know what I'm saying, going mm. away, different colleges and all that. But from what I've been hearing is that you, you know, you're very structured, you're very focused, and you're very in debt. Like even with the the little gems that you kind of been giving us on the podcast and, and and things that it sounds like you would say to people that you're mentoring, it seems like those kind of three things that I've been hearing that you kind of been harping on is like you're in debt with getting your message across. And, and even with you speaking on not feeling comfortable with giving the speech that you had to give, it still seems like you're so in depth within yourself that you can still provide that message to somebody else. And just because you, you know, you've been writing in a journal this whole time we do the podcast, just because you're so structured right now, it's, it's creating a level of focus that you can just not even consciously pass on to other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without you even having to say, pick up a journal. Somebody can see you doing something like that or just tell from the, the vibe that you're giving off. Because some people come into things and not to, to bash anybody, they just, even if they don't look unprepared, they still give off that feeling. But mm -hmm. you don't give that. You give the idea that, like, this is what I want to convey to you guys, and I want you to know this is what Eli stands for. So, like I said, just structure and just the focus that it, it seems that you have right now. Just kind of seem like you know the path you're walking right now. Well, and, and that's that's a question I kind of want to ask you, too, because when, when if I was talking about a TV show, like Game of Thrones or something, and I pick out a character, and, like, the arc they go through, their character development, that's something I like, I like to focus on. Mm. You know yourself better than like us, but we've seen you come through a lot of different phases. How do you feel about your character development? Man, I feel like this year has I've been like, dog. All right, I'm, I'm gonna take y'all through this year, bro. Yeah. Hey. Good <laughs> 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 question, right? Hey. Good question, right? Hey, look, bro. <laughs> the, the chuckle, man, <laughs> dog. So like, I feel like, but that's just the beauty of like life, man. Cause I feel like you know what I'm saying. You know, it's a cliche saying like God, God, you know, God gives His, you know, the toughest battle to the strongest warriors type shit. But yeah. even, even, even just deeper than that, like think about Jesus Christ, bro. Strongest like, warrior in the It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a Nipsey verse. He he said he said Judas, like the world would not know Jesus Christ if there was never Judas. You know what I'm saying? And just thinking about like, you know, like what that means, like like he gives us these battles and shit for us to go through and persevere through. So like something I've been like dealing with, you know what I'm saying? That's what like I always dealt with, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't I dealt with like addiction. And not just like 
not just from like you know what I'm saying substances, but from like like women, like like sex and like you know what I'm saying. I used to smoke a lot of marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Those were something. Those were like vices of mine. And like seeing how, seeing how that shit was affecting like just, you know, my development and my interactions and relations with people. You know what I'm saying? But like me being able to like humble myself and like realize that, and like stop making Be excuses for it. Yeah, being self aware. That's the first thing. And and being self aware to the point and 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 being able to like take like put your ego to the side, like deny yourself. Like being like, oh no, this isn't it. This isn't me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, this isn't what you want to be. Exactly. Exactly. Better yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's, I feel like we all have that, like, that voice inside. It's just some of us choose, choose to kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Quiet it. Yeah, it's pride too. It's pride. You know, when pride comes before the fall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and that was like me. Like, I, I hit a pit, bro. I was like, I was, bro. Oh, oh in the summer, I was broke. Like, I was broke, bro. Like, like in the neck. Like I'm getting money and I'm still in the negative, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I then I came up. <laughs> but like it was just a change of mindset. You know what I'm saying? I started reading. Like, bro, I was, I was staying in my girl car, bro. Like she went, she went away for like a in for for like you know what I'm saying for the summer for some weeks. I was sleeping in her car, bro. Like ch- trying to take classes, yeah. Cause I nigga, I fucked up. The last semester, so I had to take classes. I got A's in the classes, so like you know what I'm saying, I, I did my thing, but still, like I was in a, I was in a. In the zone, bro. I was, not, I was in a, I was in a deep, I was in a dark spot, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I had to like, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I could, I could have stayed in that, like, felt sorry for myself, or I could have been like, you know what I'm saying, did what I did and just look at it like, shit, see the light at the end of the tunnel, like this ain't, you know what I'm saying. But like, what did that for me was just. Like having friends, you know what I'm saying? Like genuine friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could have like low key, I could have I could have just stayed with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I could have like, you know what I'm saying? I had friends in the area, but for I wanted to go through it. I feel like it was something that I needed to go through. You know what I'm saying? It was something that I needed to like, you feel me? Do. And I and, and I came up. Like, you feel me? I it was I started reading The Richest Man in Babylon. A lot of people think that shit is just about getting rich. But that shit is deeper than that. It's kind of like, kind of what we talking about now, like tapping into yourself, and and how like, once you living in so in zone and in depth with your purpose, how the world will bless you with abundance. You know what I'm saying? And so like, you know what I'm saying? I came up over doing a little some some bullshit, and I I came up some bands over the, just over the break. I mean over the semester, in school. Like never like <laughs> and then learning just to live within my means. You know what I'm saying? Like like it was certain shit I just had to certain habits and shit I need to I had to put aside. Like that smoking shit was like Expensive. It's expensive and it's <laughs> it's very I mean, yes, it was expensive and it was just like it was just keeping me from so many other opportunities. And and I it was funny, but I was watching a video and I was clearly high and I'm just listening to myself and I'm just like, oh, like what? Like I was just like so like taken back with how I was sounding. And it was like but I was convincing myself that no, nah, like that shit was normal, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm getting shit done. And 
though like I may have been getting shit done, I wasn't I wasn't getting I wasn't my best self. I wasn't getting you know what I'm saying, I wasn't putting out my best work. I was still very well like lacking in my relationships, lacking in my in my work, you know what I'm saying? Even 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 my four years in school, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, like I could I, I probably could have graduated in four years. I probably could have been to the like went to the league, but it, I mean I, it's a lot of what ifs. But it was just like it was certain things I was feeding and certain things I wasn't feeding. Mm. And then sometimes you end up compensating. You know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking like from my point of view. Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you know you're doing some trash, mm-hmm. but you compensate so much. Like all right, I'm just keep doing this trash. You I can just still do this too though. You know what I'm saying? You like feel me? I ain't gonna like like you you don't let your problem become real. You kind of just throw makeup on it and it'd be like you know yeah. I still fuck with the problem. You know what I'm saying? This problem cute, but it's like no, that problem ain't that bad. You need to you, know you need to talk about that, bro. You yeah, clear your face and up. That's man. that's what the, like niggas niggas be having to. I just had to I, just, I had to like have a conversation with myself. First and foremost, like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't where I want to be. I don't see myself. This is like, yeah, this is not. This ain't me. And, and I think that's one of the most important things, man, because above all, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure in a lot of them situations, it wasn't 100% your fault, but you pointed at you first. And a lot of people won't put it at themselves first. Yeah. You you you, you held yeah. yourself accountable for the mistakes that happened, uh-huh. and that's where a lot of change comes from. Bro, that's, that's where it, it starts with yourself like you know what I'm saying you can't control nobody else's actions mm-hmm. you can be mad but that that ain't gonna do shit but you know what I'm saying fuck you over in the long run they not they not thinking about you but you mad what you being you being mad like you ain't doing shit but blocking your blessings you know what I'm saying so I, I, I try to be proactive instead of reactive you know what I'm saying instead of letting shit happen to me I just try to you know what I'm saying not necessarily make an opportunity for myself but shit we're damn near but like you know what I'm saying, kind of through, but through God's, through God's happening, like like not not being stagnant, but like you know what I'm saying, analyzing and di- dissecting the situation, and seeing how I can maneuver around it. You know what I'm saying, and, and bro, just having just having the courage and and you know what I'm saying, just not being scared. Only thing I fear is the Lord, bro, and and God, and and, and what I realized with the Lord is infinite, bro. You know what I'm saying? Our minds is finite. But like, you know what I'm saying? If 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 we only if we fear infinity, that's that's giving us limit like that means limitless. Like our our opportunities are limitless. If you think about that shit. And they say in a in the in the Bible like the wisdom comes from fear of the Lord. So if the if if the Lord is infinite, you know what I'm saying? So that that's only saying that that's basically saying that, like, I look at it like this. Like, you take an equation, you know what I'm saying, algebra. It's you have equations with respect to X, with respect to Y. Yeah. Okay? And then go into infinity. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah I'm, but, so, oh, all right, I'm going to get to that. So, say, so you got a function of X, function of Y. We live in life like God is a function. So, a function of God. So, this is an infinite function. It's different ways to get to this function. But the function e is is a is a oneness. It's a oneness about the function. It equals one. So so if we if it's this equation, it's all a different equation. Your function is different from my function. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's gonna equal the same. It should it should equal the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if it's this infinite infinite function, right? Like we're we're only we're only but a fraction of that. You know what I'm saying? Infinity. So we're so small. To this in, like infinite like function, 
that like we can we can like choose to turn away from it and it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not gonna it's not gonna like take Walk away from its infinity yeah. you feel me but we can we can choose to like you know what i'm saying be in line with this infinity in the in the literally you know what i'm saying <laughs> we become a part of that infinity you feel me without it we're just a fraction you know what I'm saying? If we're within this function, literally, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're infinity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Our opportunities, our, our function is limitless. And so that's kind of how I choose to, like, kind of look at it. And I feel like, bro, I, I, just the things that I feel like I've been blessed with and just the things that he showed, he showed me about myself in this year, it's been crazy, bro. And yeah. I think it's crazy, like, because... That whole, even like the whole aspect of like you gotta start being proactive, reactive. It's crazy how much I found myself saying that. I'm pretty sure Lando found himself. So or you know, and I'm I'm just I, I'm fascinated how like me and you, and I'm pretty sure everybody, and be nice, Lando too. We can all be in different spots and be going through this same type of growth. Yeah. Almost, or we start figuring it out. Like you know what? Like cause me and be nice don't do the same stuff every day. We, yeah. I mean, we got two different complete lives. But I'm pretty sure, and me and you, yeah. we got completely different lives. Yeah. It's like it's crazy how we all right there on the plan of okay. Mm-hmm. We need to start, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's how to do with the age or just the situation. But I just think I am fascinated with how it's just like. I think it's too that it's crazy because that's the exact shit I was thinking about. And it just, like I said, me and you don't talk as much, but me and Austin share a conversation about certain things going on in our lives. And I know that we've connected on things of this nature before where I know that some of the certain things that he's having an understanding or a growth that he's seeing within himself is certain things that I see within myself. And then hearing you say these same exact, same exact things is this crazy to me because it's like it's a connection there that was placed before any of us even knew it yeah. and it's and it's like not even to say that we the only people that's doing this but it's like our entire circle i know i've had different conversations with other people we connected with and went to high school with mm-hmm. that i know are going through these same things and it's not to bash anybody but it's people that's always just not doing this like oh. they're not seeing this growth but it's, uh, it's with just, you being somewhere else older yeah, it's just older not that, doing it. it's also like the the thing that's like we we speak it yeah. so you know it's like oh yeah like like it's understood. I feel them you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like oh I feel you on that one yeah. there's a lot of people they don't want to say it and I feel like once you say it you you bring a little bit more realness into it Damn. like if I think like okay I got it. but once you start speaking it out and then you see like you know what I'm saying like it's like this conversation could never happen if you never said that yeah. or if I never like call you up and like, yeah, be like man I'm going but look at this and it's like oh yeah like nah, you know, I've been doing mm-hmm. the same shit it's like damn it's like that connection there is such it's so genuine in a, in like a weird sense that it's like, oh damn, yeah. bro, niggas is really sure. like. That's how you know you like people, not even and not even on want to grow too. Thing. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, us having an understanding, like you said, looking into yourself and just understanding, I want to be something better than this. Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of what I was talking about with the pride is where it's like, if you live your life as a prideful person and you hear things from other people's mouths that might be trying to get you the game or they might have been trying to tell you, hey, that's the wrong road. But as a prideful person, you were thinking, what's wrong with the way I'm living my life? Mm-hmm. I've made it this far. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got to these levels of success. So I did such and such and such. Point, but yeah. you don't even do that. But you don't you know do what I got point, going you know on. And then it's, it's the pride. But when you yeah. take yourself away from it and you see the issues within it and you teach yourself that and you want to be better, then you actually can move forward to it. And just kind of the same things yeah. piggybacking off you were talking about. I know spiritually, when I reached my lowest, lowest point, I just had an understanding of, and, and one time in prayer, I actually you know prayed this to the Lord that I knew I had somewhere lower to go. Mm-hmm. Where I was at right there, I couldn't mentally figure out how mm-hmm. to get higher, so I knew I had somewhere lower to go. Mm-hmm. It, the depths that I was supposed to reach wasn't my rock, but I wasn't there yeah. yet, so I understood 
all right, whatever I'm going through right now is messed up, but this ain't it. This ain't yeah. this ain't where I reach my pit exactly. to where I know, all right, I can't go no more than this. I got to figure it out now. Yeah. And this year, like you said, it's just randomly. I know I've seen Growth in Austin, and just hearing you say these same things, we are at an age where all of all of us and, and several other friends are starting to understand certain things about ourselves. We actually can move forward and move into the things that we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's the thing about, like, like the bottom or like even if you know it's like all right i'm at the bottom it's really nowhere else to go but up when you're at the bottom mm-hmm. so it's like you know that's the one thing i always kind of think about like all right, this that's is a blessing. tough time but it's like shit i gotta get up somehow or mm-hmm. i'm not gonna wake up tomorrow i'm gonna be bottom when you just never come exactly. back you know what i'm saying so mm, I stay after that is that but no i'm like <laughs> with the uh yeah bro only a fool rejects you know what i'm saying correction dog yeah you know i'm saying anything else to say man yeah, I mean, I definitely we're helping out the the youth in DC. Like, I always feel like DC gets overlooked because of the the White House. And be honest with you, like the city of DC has no like political power really yeah. at all. Like, yeah, that's valid, so, they be, they be, they trying to make it a state and shit. Yeah, trying to make it a state. And a lot of them, a lot of people from DC feel like they left out. And mm-hmm. so yeah, that's definitely a, that's definitely a big move, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I definitely like. You know what I'm saying it was something I definitely think about, like coming back to Detroit. You know, like like I said, it's, it's DC because I'm still in school there. Like wherever I, wherever I'm at, I want to be involved. In, you know what I'm saying? Involved in like just inspiring people, man. I feel like I kind of I don't I I don't quite know like what my calling is per se, but I definitely feel like it has something to do with that. I I kind of feel like that's anybody's called up. I read a uh, scripture. It was like you know what I'm saying. God like wishes that you know everybody could be prophets. You know what I'm saying, kind of like you know what I'm saying testimony to His word. And that like that's real, dog. Like anybody could like inspire, bro. You know what I'm saying. Anybody can be a testimony. It's just yeah, yeah, bro. Just Even using our voice not, for a greater. You know what I'm saying being the 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 vocal, just being open enough yeah, to where being people a, can being visibly an example. see. Yeah, people just can being visibly an see example. you. Yeah. Like that's bro. An example speak yeah, way like louder volumes and words everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just kinda like what I I'm trying to trying to do, bro. I'm just trying to be my best self, bro, and inspire others to do the same. Hey man, anything else, fellas? I think that's it, love. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah pretty much it, man. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Shout yeah, out man. to me. I like your beer. Uh, twenty sixth. Yeah, twenty sixth. Yeah, so we're gonna kick it with you for about a week, dog. Yeah, Got a good yeah. week with Eli hanging out, dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah um. Yeah. All right, man. It's I gotta show me around the city, man. Fuck, oh, course, man. man. I feel like every time I come to this bitch, it's like something. This shit is. I'm gonna get on the queue line, just ride it for two hours. Hey, the queue, that's the thing. Right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't do that. All right, man. I'll take it easy, folks. Hope you enjoyed this, man. We'll be back right after Christmas. <laughs>